Hello and welcome to a surprise bonus extra episode of A Muggle's Perspective. I'm your perspective, Rogi. I don't have any muggles with us today, but I am joined by two longtime mm. listeners, first and second time callers, um, Nate and JT. How are you guys? Doing well. How are you? Doing great. Thanks I'm good. Me. I'm good. I think we'll just kind of get started. Let uh, the longtime, really devoted listeners may remember Nate from back in the Chamber of Secrets days, right? I think yeah. he came on. Yep. Yeah. Um, and JT's new to, I think we've mentioned you on the pod, right? I actually called in once. Did you call in? Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it. I was driving home through a snowstorm, nice. and I was in a spot that had horrible reception, yeah. so it just didn't show up. Right. So, <laughs> well, then, yeah. I mean, I guess if you're the most hardcore Chad level fan, you might remember JT's voicemail. Um, so, guys, just tell us a little bit about. Um, we'll start with JT, I guess, the newest guest that we could possibly be having. Um, where, how'd you get into Harry Potter or even the podcast and, uh, you know, all the normal stuff, Hogwarts house, Overmorning house, big favorite, uh, period of Emma Watson. What are your, uh, <laughs> what are your credentials? Yeah. Um, so I got, I got into Harry Potter and when the books were first coming out mm-hmm. and then honestly lost track of them for a little bit Nice. and then got back in, in college, mm-hmm. uh, started rereading them and really got back into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Classic so, small Christian college. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's what exactly. Um, Hogwarts House, Ravenclaw, mm-hmm. nice. Ilvermorny House. What, what was it? Thunderbird? I think we went Thunderbird? over before. What just, was it? We're picking Thunder from something. the list of ones we can remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, favorite Emma Watson period? Yeah. Really, any period? Really? Yeah, she's, okay. she is You're outing wonderful. yourself as being a big fan of like 11-year-old Emma Watson, then, which is... <laughs> problematic uh, to say the least i don't know just take me back in time and right. that's fine okay yeah. right <laughs> you're talking about time you time exactly traveling. exactly okay i kind of start at like third movie where like i don't feel weird about it as much where she throws <laughs> the punch yeah and she's like is that really what my hair looks like from the back <laughs> like that kind of mmo sure. that's what, that's when you yeah. knew that's yeah that's when i knew <laughs> It was like when I was in high school, like it was bad. Like people knew like how I felt about Emma Watson. It wasn't um, your Emma Watson backpack that gave you away. It was No, it was my membership to Emma Watson's official fan page. <laughs> EmmaWatsonOfficial.com or whatever. That was probably what did it. Uh Nate, you want to reintroduce us to yourself a little bit? Um, yeah. Uh we all met in college. Mm-hmm. I started I've actually heard this story from a like a lot of different people where my older brother was mm-hmm. the one who got into Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And of course I grew up in a very small conservative Christian home where Harry Potter was not allowed. Nice. So the rebellious side of my brother, <laughs> which he always was and continues to be to this day, mm-hmm. uh, pulled me aside and I'm playing like Nintendo 64. Okay. And he's like, he's like, Hey, he's like, I just found something better than video games. Can't gloss over Nintendo 64. What are you playing? You playing oh, I was playing Mario 64. You're playing Mario. Oh, okay. We're playing okay. slaps Classic. golden eye. Yeah. Okay. And then library. All odd jobs. Yep. Okay. <laughs> no, and he, he, I remember this specifically and he's like, I found something better than video games. Wow. And I'm like, what? And he's like Harry Potter. And I was like, we're not supposed to read that. And I was like so small. I think I was in like fifth grade. Yeah. Cause I remember there was all this hype for, uh, the Order of the Phoenix being the longest Harry Potter book to right, date. Because, right. like, how could it be possibly bigger than Goblet of Fire? And I didn't right. know what these titles were at the time. Mm-hmm. But when he was done reading a book, he would still keep it checked out from the middle school. Because in middle school, you didn't need a permission slip like elementary school was to get it because our school had that enforced because they knew parents were. Yeah, I have no idea what you're referring kind of to. Pressed. You, have, wild. have you experienced that? Uh, yeah, That's so wild. elementary school. It's, like you, a re- it's a restricted section situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
and my cloak got lost in the mail. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So my brother would keep one out. So when he finished uh, Philosopher's Stone or Sorcerer's Stone, he would let me read that and then finish Chamber of Depending Secrets. How British you are. Okay. <laughs> Just, uh, and then read those, loved them. And eventually we got caught when I was reading Goblet of Fire from my dad, who was a pastor. And so he made us write, I think, a three-page essay after every book we finished mm -hmm. on how it wasn't Christ-like. And awesome. then, yeah, I had to do that for, for Order of the Phoenix, so Half-Blood Prince. But then when Deathly Hollows came out, mm -hmm. he actually kind of folded and took us to the movie and really liked the movie. Yeah. And then he got into it. So, like, now we watch it as a family and stuff. Did but you yeah, make him up, write a, an essay for it? Oh, my gosh. I should. I, should yeah, ask I was going to say, I don't know if your dad's anything like my dad. Like, did you get, like, an apology of any kind? Or, like, was it just kind of, like, unsaid, like, okay, like. Yeah, I guess we're not going to do that. It was definitely pushed under the rug. There yeah. was no... Uh, <laughs> yeah, my dad, there would have been no... Uh, okay. My okay. counselor's been saying the same things you right. guys are, so... Yeah, no, I'm glad, that, I'm glad that you're getting the help you need with that. So, was the rebelliousness, like, part of what made you like it? Like, yeah, it felt honestly. cool to be... Oh, yeah. Okay. And it was one of those... I'm, I'm sure you both can attest to it. It was one of those, like, I couldn't put down. Right. Like, yeah. I just couldn't wait to get out of school mm -hmm. to, like, get home in my room mm -hmm. and, like, read that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you guys ever do, like, the overnight, like, one night read, read the whole book? I didn't do that until college, actually. Gotcha. I enjoy sleeping. Sure. <laughs> and always have. So Respect. Respect. Yeah. Man, when I got my copy of Half-Blood Prince, it was like in the evening when I got out of the mail because my aunt would always pre-order it for me. And, you know, so I, I figure I'm just going to like be reading. And by the time I looked up, I mean, they're like in the cave and it's <laughs> like three cow. in the morning. And so I'm thinking like, I'm, I'm going to just finish this, right? Like, yeah. I'm not going to not, I'm not going to put it down at this point. Yeah. And then Deathly Hallows, I did it on, on purpose. I was like, you know, it's yeah. the last go around. Like, I'm just going to do it. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I probably told this story in the pod, but that was the day it came out was my cousin's wedding. It's the same site as that aunt that always pre-ordered it for me. So she had it, you know, there to give to me at the wedding. But she's like, you can't, I'm not giving it to you yet. And I was just like actively like rude about it. I was like, no, like I'm not, I'm not going to this reception part. Like I sat out in the car. I was like, just give it like, I'm upset. And so she, and, like, I'm 15. Like I'm not a little kid, um, but she's like, okay, like fine. And just like, and gave it to me. So that's, that's so actually, good. yeah. And then went that's and, so, so I remember very little about my uh, cousin Pat's wedding reception because <laughs> so the two times that you you know you read straight through the mm -hmm. night did you how quickly before you turned back around and read them again wow I I wish I could remember that's a good question I don't I don't have a specific time frame in mind I would think it would have probably been pretty quick because I mean I was talking to my friends about theories especially right. between six and seven right you know what's going on with Snape and you know, how is this possibly going to resolve for the better and stuff like that. Um, it was after the seventh book came out that I got, I don't know if you saw when you're looking through the bookshelf, the books like Who Killed Albus Dumbledore mm -hmm. and like um, Harry Potter Should Have Died and stuff like that. Like the theory books, yeah. the Great Snape Debate. I have one that's called that. And it is, you flip it, you physically flip the whole book over to be like, he was, you know, he's good or he's bad yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I got into those later. But as far as, I don't remember what the turnaround was. They're over the summer. Like I'm sure I just dove back into it within like the next week, right? Or like reread the whole series going up to it or something. Because I I was in like fourth grade. You know, I'd get in trouble, go to my room, and then just like knock out Sorcerer's Stone, like start to finish. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. just what I did. It was better play Snake on my like 1993 computer. Like there's only so many options. So, right. Um, <laughs> Awesome. So that's kind of like our intro to, I mean, Harry Potter in general, but as you might've guessed, have we, we haven't even mentioned 
the fact that we're kind of like potting because of Fantastic Beast movie yeah, coming out, yeah, right? Yeah. So um, I'm sure all the the aspiring Chads and Carlas out there had a pretty good idea based on the timing of um, when this comes out and when we're recording that that's kind of one of the things we wanted to get into because I'm almost 100% sure last time we all saw it together at the same time, right? We all went yeah. to the IMAX. For the first movie, we didn't do that. Right. We didn't get together for mm-hmm. that. Right. But I don't even know how much if the pod had started at that point and if the connection kind of been made. So I think it just did had, it had because just I hadn't heard of it until like a, maybe a week before mm-hmm. we went to the movie and I was talking with, uh, with Jordan Gillette. He was like, yeah. Oh, did you know? Like, Whoa, that's cool. Yeah. And started listening, listened through all of it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I was, yeah. Jordan was, was early on. Yeah. I, my favorite, my favorite prediction is still, that Voldemort was Harry's dad. Yeah. Like that is just, was that like episode one? Yeah. That was real early. That is so funny to me. (laughs) And then, you know, obviously he thought he thinks it's funny. And then at the very end, he's like, (laughs) was I low key right about this? (laughs) He got back into it. Yeah. He never really came around on the Neville stuff. Mm -hmm. He had early predictions about Neville turning bad. And Jordan would like call me directly, like complaining about because he loves Neville and like that whole arc. And he's like, he's like, this is like, how can he be against Neville? Like, he needs to understand like how great Neville is. And I was like, he has to finish the books, man. Yeah. Like, Neville hasn't made his turn. He's not cool yet. Oh, so. that's so good. Yeah, that was. Those are some of the big ones I remember. He he was on Harry and Ginny early. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to go back and look at. I've got like a whole spreadsheet from those first couple of books before I was doing anything by hand. I was doing all of it on google drive there you can hear rachel uh i think she is slamming macaroon shell dough on a counter um so in the background also you may hear fred and or george weasley at some point um okay right on cue, <laughs> right on cue. that would have been a fred bark did listeners right, know that you have two now oh no fred's definitely a new yeah, that's what i was gonna uh, say i don't think we've even posted to the instagram or anything yeah, obviously, when you have George Weasley Merriman, you got to get the second one's going to be Fred. He is, would you say, Auburn? Like, I mean, he's yeah. he's a red haired dog, mm-hmm. which is perfect for the whole Weasley thing. Um, definitely follows after his brother and being a good namesake to the twins, rambunctious, always troublemaking and stuff like that. So he's a puppy, but he's doing great. Um, you guys, it was your first time meeting him, I think. Today, oh, yeah. And they're awesome. He's, I mean, like, he's super cute, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, he's a very cute puppy. Um, so yeah, obviously we're talking about Fantastic Beasts, a classic Muggles perspective, like redirect back to the topic we're supposed to be talking about. Um, I wanted to kind of hit just some broad categories. We're, I think, at all different levels of how intently have we been following Fantastic Beast fandom um, and even Harry Potter fandom. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm almost sure there's a trailer I haven't seen. Which, once you get a couple weeks past the trailer, I almost purposely don't watch it, mm-hmm. just yep. because I would rather be more surprised about what I see in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at, but I um, just wanted to kind of broadly see where we're at with the series, um, and then we'll get into you know, some more specific um, questions for these two, and obviously we'll have a Do We Care segment, classic. Mm-hmm. I don't know, can we do a beef? Like, is it too soon? Uh, my beef has been squashed, so okay. that's all right. Okay. What was so you had a beef? Yeah, and this is nothing to do with Johnny Depp as a person. Okay. I vehemently disliked having him be Grindelwald. Oh, interesting. So bad. So there are other Johnny Depp roles you think he's been fine in. Sure. But he was not right, right. for Grindelwald. No. So why is that? Well, so 
me personally, I can only ever see him as Johnny Depp. Not even as like Captain Jack Sparrow Jack or whatever. Sparrow. Like I can only see him as Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Not even Rango, right? <laughs> Isn't that animated? Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he just feel like lizard that lizard. Guy. I just see Johnny Depp. <laughs> exactly. Okay. No, but then thinking more about it, it became more so like in the original movies, they only cast British people mm-hmm. for the British roles. Mm-hmm. Right. Why are we casting an American dude for, you know, an Eastern European role? <laughs> when you have... Eastern European vaguely, yeah. Right, I, oh, I looked it up yeah. beforehand so I could talk about it. Yeah. No one knows where he's from, right? Right. You have so many, like, decent villain characters. Mm-hmm. Like, Christoph Waltz, I thought would have oh. been great. I like wow. Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Like, I think he's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just can't... I could not get my mind around Johnny Depp. Even so, the eye thing they did wasn't enough to like oh make it gosh. to be different. No. How do we feel about the no. eye thing? That was terrible. No, it's terrible. We dislike it. I don't like it. I, th- no? I thought it was. Was that how he was? Fine. In, like, I don't Deathly remember. Deathly Hollows, though? Oh, no. There is no mention. All we get is like the young thief's face that right. they talk yeah. about that doesn't right. get into the details of. And I think they would have if he had like, oh, yeah, one of his eyes was like really jacked up. <laughs> right. Like, right. I, I seem to remember. Right. <laughs> I can tell you anything about young Grindelwald. Yeah. I, I'm fine with it. It mm-hmm. just went along with Johnny Depp being Grindelwald, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but that that beef is no longer there okay. because he's no longer in the movie, right? Which I mean, and it's probably I don't know, like almost pulls my Harry Potter credentials. Like, I have a vague idea of what happened with that. He was accused of things and later exonerated, yes. or at least partially, totally, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, but You're like the damage back on was trial done right now. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. For like, like the opposite like side. Like a defamation like against situation. her. Yeah, yeah. okay. Because gotcha. that audio recording came out. Okay. That she had. Yeah. I believe you. That's how Rachel feels about it. <laughs> um, okay. So I think I'm up to speed on that. We, we just did a crash course in Ezra Miller's uh, legal troubles as well. So the Harry Potter, whole Harry Potter universe is just struggling to stay in the news for the right reasons. The right. evil side is all, well, yeah. Johnny Depp's not being evil. But yeah. Ezra's being evil. Yeah, Incredible. that's true. Yeah, it's method acting. It's that, dang, <laughs> it's that dang obscurus, you know. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he just can't. He just can't quite kick it. Um, so, I mean, that kind of leads us into just a broad: how do we feel about Fantastic Beasts? I mean, so you know, these the listeners have heard me talk for forever about everything, and so I think we're more interested in just generally. You know, do we think the series is going up? Is it on the decline? Is it? Do we not care about it that much? Like, what's kind of our Let's, let's set a baseline so that we can get into more beeves and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and I talked about this. Mm-hmm. I think the first film really does stand alone. Mm-hmm. And it's it's and that's what's so great about Harry Potter films in the past. Like you can watch any of them and they stand by themselves. Like yeah. there was always a mystery or a story wrapped you in get themselves. The arc that, yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I thought the first one did that. It mm-hmm. wasn't the greatest film of all time. Mm-hmm. But the second one just threw us into such a fury and also just so many canon questions where mm-hmm. that's that's a beef of mine, just canon in general. Like, will that be sustained <laughs> yeah, in this at? film? Uh, another beef I'd love to talk about in the future is uh, Jacob Kowalski's wand that he gets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then how on earth Spoiler does that alert. work? Yeah. yeah, You hadn't seen that? I, I had heard it. I mean, they talk about it on MuggleCast. We also, okay. Nate and I both recently listened to MuggleCast. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I had heard from them, but I haven't seen that trailer yet. Right, and I think this this film will decide. I'm very, I'm more scared than excited for this okay. film. I really hope we get more answers, and 
solidified canon and like what we're passionate mm-hmm. about and like mm-hmm. so i'm kind of extremely nervous to go into the film tomorrow with you guys yeah. to see sets, this sets the tone for the yes. rest of the others yeah because we're at a precarious kind of point i mean i've even heard people saying is this going to be the last one if it doesn't do well you know are, are we guaranteed to get all five mm-hmm. i mean if you're losing ezra middler we've already recast what if they just openly recast <laughs> Creedence? who would we uh <laughs> who would we want to do that that's a good question uh, okay, Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> Who says no? <laughs> There's your Stranger Things reference yeah, right there. Yeah, that's not a bad one. <laughs> Trailer just came out, and he's got like he's got the like a weird similar, enough face. Yeah, yeah, yeah similar. Interesting. I even, I'll have to think on that. Yeah. Even going back to uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower, also mm-hmm. my Emma Watson's favorite. Yeah, nice uh, era. <laughs> Good. Good. Just reference. throw that in there. The uh, even Logan Lerman would be a decent okay. credence villain, I guess. Yeah, I could see that. The disturbed. Mm-hmm internal battle no if you want to yeah if you want a an awkward looking character i think Mm -hmm. you need to look no further than paul dano right that is like him Mm -hmm. that is the character that he plays in every single movie (laughs) right yeah yeah i guess that would work too it's true i'm always gonna say we should cast benedict cumberbatch in any given role (laughs) that would be appropriate for a white man to play i think that's i would watch one of those movies where it's just him playing like a bunch of different characters (laughs) You know, or like a short yeah. film, maybe something like that. Oh, do a f- feature length. What was the Eddie yeah. Murphy? Was it the Clumps? Is that right? Yeah. Where he played every single role. Is that like a Norbit situation? Was he? So, how often was he in a fat suit during? That? <laughs> I think it was fairly often. <laughs> Pretty high percentage of it. Um, do so. Do we think? So you mentioned the canon frustrations, JT. Do you have a similar? Like we went from. A solid, you know, we're breaking new ground with the first movie, and then is that the main issue with the second, with Crimes of Grindelwald? Or maybe you love Crimes of Grindelwald. Also, I don't mm-hmm. know how we're pronouncing Grindelwald. Are we doing <laughs> yeah. the V? Is it a Dirk Nowitzki situation? Or <laughs> That's a good question. How are we doing? We got to come to a consensus, or we don't. Just say it both ways. Okay, I've heard it both ways. Yeah. Both every time you're saying it, I am. I'm fine <laughs> with it. I. This is what. This is the story that I wanted to read after, mm-hmm. you know, the main books, right? Mm-hmm. Was Dumbledore, Grindelwald, their relationship. Yeah. And then the war that happens at, around that. Like, I think even from when I was reading book six, like, I think that's when it first, when the first, or when it first started to bubble up. It's like, wow, that would be a very cool, mm-hmm. very cool story to read as well. Okay. So you're happy to leave behind... Queenie and Tina and Serafina Pickery or whoever. I just rewatched these. That's the only reason I even have their names like on the tip yeah. of my tongue. We're like, okay, that's all cute, but like I heard there's a young hot Dumbledore in this. Like, let's get <laughs> let's let's transition that's to right. that kind of storyline. Yeah, yeah. Yes, definitely. Okay. I again first I I enjoyed the first movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Didn't rewatch the second one. <laughs> Fair. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I'm, yeah. I'm just excited for hopefully mm-hmm. for where it goes from here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think like you said, there's a lot of potential with like, if we really start hitting on those things, but I've heard other aspects of the fandom who almost want to steer away from anything referenced yeah. in the original series mm-hmm. where they're like, we don't want it to become fan service. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want, you know, to just be playing the hits. Like if you're this amazing author, like give us another amazing story, mm-hmm. JKR. So, I can see it both ways. Do you have a, yeah. a preference, a leaning when it comes to that, Nate? No, it's a, to echo JT, I was super mm-hmm. gung-ho and, and stoked to really explore the story with Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. And 
the greatest battle in wizarding history yeah. that they really hyped up in yeah, book six there. and seven. That's what we like, got to get through. A fifth that's, movie. that's why yeah. these rumors <laughs> yeah, exactly. of if this tanks, because the, the movie revenue has did decrease mm-hmm. big time from uh, the first fantastic beast to crimes of Grindelwald. So it makes me nervous. Cause that's the epitome of what I want to see. Like I want to see a, a yeah. incredible wand duel compared to Dumbledore and Voldemort and, Order of the Phoenix, like they're in the Ministry of Magic. Like mm-hmm. I want to see something with today's technology, like yeah, right. be out of this world. So we got to deal with that blood pack somehow, I yeah. guess. So well, I've still got a bad taste in my mouth from, I mean, you've, as podcast listeners, you've heard me complain about Deathly Hallows Part 2. I don't know how many times. Some people love it. Like there's there's Harry Potter fans that really like it. And those, bat, that last battle with Harry and Voldemort, yeah. like. Yeah. Talk about when they kiss. We, <laughs> when, when their faces become <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah. Look at me. You're like, oh, that's in the fifth one, though. Um, I just, like yeah. I like you said, redemption. Like, I would like to mm-hmm. see that, like, an epic battle, like something that we care about done properly. So, yeah, yeah that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I thought no, you, you were going to no, jump nothing, in. Nothing. I thought I cut you off earlier, and so I was going to let you get in there. Yeah. Um, okay. So, we are tentatively excited for where it could be going. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a lot of, I feel like, extraneous sort of side plots that we feel bogged down by, especially in the second Correct. one. Um, we're cutting between, I just watched it last night, we're cutting between a bunch of different, like, is that Credence with a little bird? Oh, I guess it's a phoenix. Like, mm-hmm. Nagini is here for some reason. Yeah. It also is a human. Wow, I forgot all about that. <laughs> Good. <I'm> not, <laughs> <laughs> you, you live remembering that there's something called a maledictus, and yeah. Nagini is yeah. that, is all we could ever want on a podcast. <laughs> Um, so that's kind of where we're at broadly. Um, are, are there any certain, you could call them favorite memorable scenes mm. from the two books that you're like, the, or the two books, the two, these last two movies that we could point to, okay, this would be a blueprint. Like, let's get more stuff like this. I mean, I think you'd get a lot of people who love anything with a Niffler in it. I mean, it mm-hmm. just depends on your appetite for cuteness. Like, is that what we're going for? Yeah. Um, are there more dramatic scenes that really stick out as let's build on that foundation? That's a good question. I don't remember <laughs> any scenes okay. from the second movie until you started talking about Nagini being in the movie. <laughs> so let's build on that. I yeah. guess. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I would like it to be following in a similar vein to the books where it becomes more and more, mm-hmm serious as you go along Mm -hmm. similar with with the marvel movies honestly and this could get me canceled i didn't enjoy most of the marvel movies because i felt Mm -hmm. like they were too silly and like really forcing the silly it's a stakes question as well right so i'd like to see it get more serious okay especially if the direction we're going is you know the best biggest battle right so does this mean we need to tangent and do like your ranking of like what are your five favorite Marvel movies? Are you gonna put like everyone's least question. favorite at the top? You're like a big <laughs> Thor Dark World guy? No, I that's a good question. I like I mean, I liked Endgame. Mm-hmm. I really like Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited because okay. the second one, yeah, the new one's coming out mm-hmm. soon. Very right? soon. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Uh I like No Way Home. I thought that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um honestly, I don't I don't watch very many. Did you of like them. Infinity War more than Endgame? I don't think so. 
I don't remember. Maybe. I need to rewatch them. <laughs> I watched I watched Infinity War in France. Mm. So it was all subtitled and okay. it was difficult mm. to really follow it as much. Humble brag. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what a flex. <laughs> yeah. I I was I did go see a movie when I was in Spain. It was Gravity. Yeah. Oh my god. Sandra Bullock. Yes. Yeah. Um, George Clooney. George Clooney one. Yeah. Which is directed by Oh no, why am I blanking on his name? Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah. Nice. I was going to say, Harry Potter there you go. That's why, back. We, that's why we brought it up. Yeah. 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 And so we all, it's like one of those games, like you keep making references, so you can yeah. like bring it back to the center. That was I can, such a JK Rowling like, tie in. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a certain ring theory. Have, yeah, you, that's have right. you heard about all that? That's right. <laughs> it's like a six degrees of seven, Kevin Bacon, like but for Harry Potter. It's got to be seven though. Most powerfully, powerfully magical that's number, right. obviously. Yeah. Um, so there's not... We can't point to like a banner scene that we're thinking back to in the two movies. Did you have one name? Yeah, I really liked, uh, unfortunately, like Grindelwald's like speech in the last one okay. where he was yeah. taking those bong rips and yep. it was like <laughs> he was. It was like foreshadowing <laughs> of was. World War Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I never I agree with you there. Yes. I never put those two and two together. Like maybe the great battle in that Wizarding War that's about to happen, and hope mm-hmm. God willing, mm-hmm. we see mm-hmm. that it was like somehow kept secret because of World War II or that was somehow tied into each other. That kind of blew my mind and got me excited. Okay, cool. And I know we addressed this earlier, but yeah, they're, they're, they have to find a way to tie in like the relationships that are happening at the same time with like Jacob and, uh, is it Queenie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the girl with and the, and the uh, Tina, And then Tina Newt Scamander. No, like, but we need to be those... making up other names for them. Don't oh, purpose, no don't say the right names. <laughs> oh my Go word. with other stuff. It's hard to keep you track. You got Jacob and you got the flapper and... Yeah. I thought Credence and Nagini were like mm-hmm. a thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Both it outcasts. seemed like it was going to be, but then we had a couple of those splits... So now you hear a lot about Team Grindelwald, mm-hmm. Team um, Dumbledore, non-Grindelwald, Dumbledore, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, and so we'll have to see how that plays out yeah. with love, like romantic lines being mm-hmm. crossed there as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to ask something, and now I'm vamping while oh, I try to remember, remember it. the question that I was going to ask. And would it be helpful if we started it talking as well would. so that you could <laughs> yeah. continue Let's to just think. do the thing where we, right? where we say, where we name <laughs> what we were just talking about to jog yeah. my memory. Right. Um, so you're, you did like that scene. Um, that's what I was going to say. There you go. So yes. I, I don't know if it's my history background. When I saw, when I saw that 1945, mm-hmm. which, I mean, yes, it is referenced in like, Sorcerer's Stone, yeah. like the fourth chapter or whatever. Yep. So when I was six, no, I wasn't connecting that right to the end of World War II. But by the time I was in high school, I was like, oh, okay. Like I was, I was like, that's like right around mm-hmm. like the death of Hitler and things like that. Like I bet there is some kind of connection with World War II. So that's really mm-hmm. interesting that you say that because I had that in my mind. But then just last night rewatching the movie, when you see like the bomb being dropped and things mm-hmm. like that, I did mm-hmm. just at that point think, Oh, Grindelwald like really can see the future yeah. to some extent. Like this wasn't was this part of the other books that I was missing? Like that he has some ability to see into the future because like that's that's real. Mm-hmm. Which like obviously like the movie writers know like it's not impressive that they knew that the bomb was dropped in 1945. But he clearly mm-hmm. like d- does have some kind of ability mm-hmm. to predict or see like something that is going to happen. And so I wonder if we're gonna get. Like that's going to become more of a plot point, like him being able to see into the future. Yeah, I, that was never addressed. I mean, At even, all. not even just with Grindelwald, yeah. but like any other wizard, that was never addressed. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, obviously, you get your Trelawney, your prediction right. type right. of stuff, but 
But that has nothing to do with a skull bomb. And they right. have Queenie now who reads minds. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. true. Are, are those going to connect somehow? It's like they're slowly becoming the the Colin family from Twilight. <laughs> I'm going to have to just uh, believe you on that one. <laughs> Not a smile. Card carrying member of yeah I don't know, Twilight. That's the one that uh, Cedric was in before he was in Harry Potter, right? Like, <laughs> isn't there like a baseball game that they play, which is just bonkers because they're like cranking like yeah. home runs. <laughs> they and can stuff. only play during the thunderstorm because. It hides it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> how much? Like, how deep does this go? Like, are you like you're a Twilight guy? I, I recently found out you're a Vampire Diaries guy. Shout out! Gersh. Oh, big time! Yeah, big time. The uh, shout out Gersh. Big time. <laughs> the uh, yo, no, I just read the four books. Okay. Yeah, movies okay. were terrible, but I read the four books. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you weren't like thirsting after Robert Patton. Actually, I take that, that back. The f- five books because they came out with Stephanie Meyer came out with Midnight Sun, and which is recent. the first book from. Edward's perspective, right. not okay. Bella's. Yeah, anymore. that was just recent. That was actually kind of lit. Yeah, I think we have a copy of that here at the house, borrowed from someone. I don't really let her own copies of books <laughs> like that. As like a modern American husband, I feel like it's my role to curate her <laughs> literature. <laughs> More people need to be like you. Oh my word, that's um, awesome. Because she got that. She was reading that, and I was reading the Ichabog. I think the JKR like kids book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was interesting too, but that's a whole nother digression. I don't know if you guys have our big Ichabog heads. It has these chapters that are like three fourths of a page, and it's like next chapter. So there's like sixty <laughs> chapters in it or something. Yeah, it's like a kids book. I don't know yeah. if you're supposed to read. I need it to read that before night. Yeah, you can probably borrow it. I think we have one. You have to Rachel for Christmas. It's a, got a cool cover on it, so that's why she likes it. She doesn't care about what's in it. Um, <laughs> best. What do I have written down here? More thoughts on what we're hoping to see. We'll get into predictions, Mm -hmm. which I think is going to be more plot heavy Mm. than it is vibe heavy, like, Mm. or movie making perspective. Um, Would we like to see, I'm thinking about genre changes. What if we went like rom-com for the, this next movie, Secrets of Dumbledore? Um, And no, Nate is just like already not even amused. I certainly hope not. I loved what JT said earlier. I hope it gets, Mm -hmm more grounded Mm -hmm. as it progresses just as Mm -hmm. harry's did growing up so does that inherently mean a pivot away from a beast focus i the beasts i thought integral to the first one Mm -hmm. getting towards shoehorned in Mm -hmm. the second one Mm -hmm. um not as much of a focus are you do you think that in order to get grittier and more grounded and driving on the plots that we're looking for we're gonna have to pivot away I think the beast could realistically like help Newt in like a war though and get mm-hmm. out of like yeah. different situations and especially uh this may be projecting like where you want it to go, but with Grindelwald being able to like see the future a little bit, mm-hmm. I don't think you could necessarily like see beasts and like what they do. Right. And Newt could like capitalize think, on that. Yeah, you think it's like a Voldemort love situation, right? Where he can't love, or he doesn't understand love. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was thinking it's it. a Voldemort like not respecting things he doesn't understand, sure. like a house elf yeah. situation. <laughs> I thought you were talking cursed child, Voldemort oh. love. <laughs> Guys, I haven't reread cursed. I've only I read it once, like when I, I, I that was two houses ago. It was quite a while ago. Yeah, put it down. Haven't opened it back up. Yeah, there's definitely a trolley witch situation. Correct, and that's most of what I remember about it. There's another like fake Diggory sister possibly yep okay yep we should we be doing like a cursed child reread <laughs> pod at some point like a hate read yeah <laughs> get, that's not because we love it we can just take a shot every time like something pisses us off <laughs> yeah <laughs> every time like time, we realize time travel doesn't work that way or, yeah. <laughs> yeah um 
Okay, so we can we can see beasts still being useful. I'm almost picturing it's like a, this is gonna be a stupid reference, like a like an early Pokemon movie, like back when they came out in theaters and stuff. Pokemon two thousand, like, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like Mew and Mewtwo. Yeah, like he has a stable of beasts that he mm-hmm. brings out for different mm-hmm. situations, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you're a rock type wizard <laughs> let, me bring out, let me bring out these moon calves like he like situationally like yeah. reaches in and he throws a beast at him like i've got the beast that counteracts your yeah. particular brand of evil so do you guys hope that we get another mating dance as well that was everyone's favorite <laughs> yeah. part of the first movie yeah right? that was good i mean eddie redmayne like acting even weirder than he is already acting i think is good yeah, like he's yeah. willing to do whatever clearly so I'd be fine with another mating dance. Yeah. How do you not win an Oscar for that? That blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, he already had his Oscar. He was like, I'm good. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah, I've been hearing like critics or just fans talking about like his mumbling. He's like, kind of does his same sort of little mm-hmm. spiel mm-hmm. in like every movie. It's like, can mm-hmm. we get it, Eddie Redmayne? Like, you know how to be awkward. Thing. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, w- I wonder if we'll see character development along those kinds of lines or you know, Queenie becoming more confident or Tina mm-hmm. becoming less stuck up and like weird about whatever her deal is. Yeah. Is she even in this film? That's a huge debate. Yeah. Um, somebody said she might just be in Newt's case the whole time. She's just chilling down there. So yeah, I don't, it's not I don't a remember in any of the trailers. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she is. Um, uh... Before we get into predictions, let's stick broad fandom um, here for a minute. I know we've touched on a little bit as far as childhood memories, introductions. Um, we'll bounce over to just generally fandom memories. I mean, I've got fond memories, of course, of movie premieres, people mm-hmm. dressing up. I was never a waiting in line for the books guy, um, which I you know regret to some extent. Mm-hmm. It was cool. My aunt and I had that thing, but it uh, would have been a cool experience to have. Um, we don't need to go back through my... Um, brief but passionate relationship with daniel radcliffe when we met right after <laughs> right. uh have you not heard this no okay so we didn't talk about it until what the fourth book mm-hmm. i think we just started the fourth book mm-hmm. um let's i want to hear what you remember about the story i'm about to tell jt you tell it and i'll yeah. fill it in so i remember you guys did you go to his show? Mm-hmm, we did. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you went to his Broadway show. Mm-hmm. Equus. Yes. A show in which... Is this he, the most sexy one that he was in? Uh, where he it's was not nude sexy at all, but he is definitely nude. Yeah. And there's a girl that's nude. And there are implied sex scenes, but in a very weird way. Like, a lot of the sex is with horses. And by horses, I mean men wearing really large metal horse heads and then just, like, black leotards. Mm-hmm. So it's like a minimalist like mental illness horses sex thing hmm. you know interesting. Sure. Does. yeah yeah so yeah that's equus we're there at equus yeah so you're there and then you, you, you <laughs> i'm wait. a sophomore in high school yeah, yeah so I, was, I was just about to ask how yeah. old you were and then you you end up waiting around back or something mm-hmm. along those lines mm-hmm. and he comes out mm-hmm. and he from what i remember <laughs> you say or your brother says that he yells at him like, where are you guys from? Except in a really yeah. quick way of saying yeah. it. And your brother just does not understand. Yeah. yeah, it was a British accent thing. So we are, we're the last people before he gets into his car. We're like right in the corner. So he's, he t- talks to us like slightly longer than everyone else while he's signed in our programs and stuff. So he asked me where we sat um, and how we liked it. 
And I said, well, we sat in the very back because we wanted to like get out as soon as we could to get, to get down there to get to the spot in line. Because we were just there to see Dan Radcliffe, not because of Equus. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, okay, great. Well, could you hear all right? And so he turns to my brother and goes, could you hear all right? And I don't know if it was my years of listening to the audiobooks and various podcasts with British people or and the speed or Jacob's just starstruckedness or our confusion at his height because he's sure. so short yeah. right i mean i've been this size I, I was this tall i was almost six feet sophomore in high school but i mean even compared to my eighth grade brother i mean like he's wearing a hat to clearly try to make himself look taller he's very small mm-hmm. um but was it like an abe lincoln hat i wish a stovepipe situation stove it was like um a british orphan hat like okay. uh, closer to a beret kind of yeah. thing and so it's just Jacob Merriman and Daniel Radcliffe locking eyes for four <laughs> seconds while he's waiting for Jacob to answer his very reasonable yes or no question. <laughs> and so I lean over, physically lean over in front of him and go, yeah, no, it was fine. We could hear great. Like just have to save the moment. He goes, okay, well, good. Okay, thanks guys. And then just like gets in his stretch uh, SUV thing That's with his so bodyguards good. and heads out. It's incredible. And then so like my brother just kind of turns to me and it's like, this was your moment. <laughs> like you met Dan Radcliffe. He talked to you kind of like more than these other people in line. And then just absolutely <laughs> just it. stared at him. Do you ever let him live that down? No. So it became a thing where we go, Detroit <laughs> to almost like Detroit, um, where people were just like, we talk about it at school and stuff. And like our friends, like all just thought it was so funny. <laughs> so that's our, that's my favorite fandom moment. Yeah. yeah probably. That's good. Yeah. I can't believe you talked to him. That's mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we went, our, my, my parents are big, like, actor people, and so they were going to see their own Broadway show, and they said we could pick something, and we were like, oh, Equus, because Dan Radcliffe. Yeah. And my mom's like, maybe not Equus. <laughs> you know, they know exactly what it is. They they saw, my mom saw, like, Sir Anthony Hopkins as the Richard Griffiths role, because Uncle Vernon is the other lead. That's There's right. There's only, like, four characters. That's right. One of them is um, Dan Radcliffe's character, the young boy who has, like, and he's talking to his therapist about his daddy issues slash sexual obsession with horses. And that's Richard Griffiths. Mm. So of course we want to see that. My mom was, my mom saw Sir Anthony Hopkins, I think in that role or whatever. So she knew Mm. what we were getting into. And my aunt was like, Oh, just let him go. It's the one they want to go to, you know? (laughs) That's cool. Any comparable stories? Your aunt aunt sounds dope. Um, yeah, that's the most fun thing that particular aunt has ever like actively suggested. She's very nice. She's Mm. just, um, the oldest of all of the ants. And so mm. she's always just seen us as more like grandkids. Sure. And, um, it's, and she's also like extremely healthy. She's vegan. Shout out aunt Maurice. I don't know if she's still, if she had listened to this, she's not. Um, but she, we would go over to stay at their house. And it's like the fun thing that she got, like as a snack for the kids coming, was like wheat thins, like that kind of thing, which bless awesome. her heart. Like she's trying. I love know? a wheat yeah. thin. Um, I'm more, I'm way more into Triscuits. Yeah. Like for me, it's like, I don't like wheat thins because Triscuits, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you, it's tricky. Can, like pick up what I'm putting down there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ever meet uh, Rupert Grint at a Baskin Robbins or any any fandom no. memories that come to mind? Didn't meet any. I, the one fandom memory I have is, and it's not even like a not even my memory, <laughs> but well, technically, I was we were running our laps for soccer in high school mm-hmm. and. The guys in front of me were just talking about the seventh Harry Potter book because sure. it had like just come out and they read it all the night before. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, we're in high school. <laughs> I'm 
dying running and these guys are like right up in front of me talking harry potter so like try and mm-hmm. catch up it's like what's happening yeah that's it that's yeah cool. but that's like indicative of the word of mouth like popularity it had right. mm-hmm. i mean i have similar memories of like playing the original pokemon games like and like people talking about it on the right. playground when i'm like six seven years old and right like you want to be you want to know what people are talking about and that's like capturing the zeitgeist at the moment yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome my brother, speaking of Pokemon, mm-hmm. I got yellow for my birthday one mm-hmm. year, and my mm-hmm. brother was so upset that he couldn't play it mm-hmm. because, you know, we played all of these other N64 games yeah. and you had multiple save spots on them. Right. Whereas Pokemon, you yeah, just why? have one. Why like, did no, guy, I'm not letting you play this. Come yeah. on, Paul. <laughs> just He just couldn't. I mean, he's four years younger than me, so yeah. he just didn't understand. Yeah, he would have just screwed up your... Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he wouldn't have accepted the free Squirtle that they give you in Vermilion or whatever. Exactly right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We uh, solved that issue by the grandma figure lady that gave me my Game Boy Color and the Pokemon games started just, she gave my brother his own Game Boy and started giving him Pokemon <laughs> games as well. So nice. it'd be like, I get silver, he gets gold. Yep. Like that kind of thing. Yep. So my brother and I did too. Yeah. Yeah, I got here. silver and he got gold. Same and here. From here my out. Game Boy Color was green. Anyone else? Green. I had the yellow Pokemon yellow edition. Yellow. Did you really? I got the Pokemon yellow edition of game. you on it? Yeah. Yeah. I had the uh, the clear purple one. Oh, that okay. was so sweet. you were just cooler than that's me. what yeah, my brother exactly had. Right. He loved it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those. Yeah, that was like that was the one that you were jealous of. You're playing in '64. Like, yeah. no, I, I first player. Like, I oh, was yeah. in the see through purple one. So oh, sick. Yeah. Yeah, I always wished. <laughs> but I was just getting you know hand me down type stuff at that point. My parents stopped being like i started buying my own video game systems at gamecube mm, like there was yeah. very little yep. even them buying systems for me or anything it was just like yeah well, i got it from here mom thanks like <laughs> you don't know what games i want like that kind of thing so should we have a pokemon podcast <laughs> i'd have to really catch up yeah that's been a while for me but see you don't have to because like i don't care about anything past gold and silver all that much mm, that's like me. i never i was never like uh, x and y x black and white two or whatever mm. like x mm. and y game i didn't have a game boy advance and mm. I had a DS. I did silver or diamond and pearl. We had those, but yeah, yeah. that was the last one I really got into. Mm-hmm. I still, I still buy them fairly yeah, often, right? And I know going in, I'm going to play this for thirty hours and then forget about it, yeah, because something else happens. So you have a switch? I do. So yeah. did you get sword or shield? I got sword. Okay, and did exactly. I think I may have played forty five hours mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Animal Crossing came out, and yeah. that's mm, the yeah. only thing I played. And then lockdown happened, and that's yeah. the only thing I played. Mm. Yeah, I dropped out after the third gym in Sword. I just couldn't. The pl- there's just no plot, and I just could not get into it. It's a yeah, basically the same thing. Yeah, over and over, over and over. Yeah. Have you thought about getting uh, what's the new one? Arceus. Arceus. Yeah. Um, open world. I mean, I love Breath of the Wild. It hasn't been traditionally like right. a genre that I gravitate towards. Same. Um, and I also, what, what I like less than that is crafting. I don't, that is why I just, Minecraft, I cannot. Yeah. I don't want to memorize these combinations of things. Yeah. I want to play a game. Like, I don't love sitting in the menus and figuring that stuff out. Mm-hmm. And so I've heard that there's some crafting and some inventory management stuff. You know, you've only got so many slots in your pack mm-hmm. to pick up, like, sticks and rocks. You can combine the sticks and rocks into Pokeballs or whatever. And, yeah, I think maybe... Once they've figured it out and do another open world game, and mm-hmm. I would like reap the rewards of that. I yeah. could see myself getting into that. Yeah. You know? Nice. Yeah. What about you, Nate? Which of the last three year Pokemon games, you're a big uh, Let's Go Eevee guy? <laughs> I went Let's Go Pikachu, but I mean, I could see you going either way. Big time. No, yeah. I, uh, no, my uh, focus has been on 
Valorant and Halo Infinite. So okay, those are my yeah. two things. Okay. I can't speak to anything that didn't come out on Nintendo system <laughs> since, let's see, Misplosion Man on my uh, and Xbox 360, I think. It's a real game, Misplosion Man? Yeah, Explosion Man and Misplosion Man are um, co-op platformers that were on like Xbox Live. They're on Switch now. Nice. Get them as well. But they're, they're actually really, really fun. Yeah. I, co-op. We're big co-op. Trying to get Rachel to play games. Trying sure. to get my friends to play stuff with me. That kind of thing. It's a gateway drug. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Overcooked? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Of course. Hello. You just yell at each other playing that. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm yelling instructions. You better do what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm yelling them. All right. So now that everybody's tuned out, now we can really get into our <laughs> our predictions, right? We can get into the stuff that um, we're, you're too afraid to say when anyone was actually listening. Mm-hmm. Okay. They stopped mm-hmm. somewhere in the mid between um, me describing what kind of nudity is in Equus and <laughs> yeah. uh, the words, let's go Eevee, I think. Yeah. So. Um, for as far as predictions, um, I've got a few categories that we could sort of touch mm-hmm. on, um, but then, I mean, by all means, feel free to really just off the top of our heads. Like this isn't some incredibly professional outfit where we need to feel like we need to tailor it to realism or anything, mm-hmm. anything funny, anything crazy that you want to be able to call dibs on. Cause like if it actually happened and it was a crazy one, <laughs> then like that's what the best part of yeah. prediction is. Um, predictions. My first category I wanted to ask you guys about direct or semi-direct tie-ins to the original series Mm. okay do we have predictions for we're trying to do a big name drop or an obvious oh great great grandmother of i guess it's too many greats we're not that many generations back of a character anything like that that we can see coming down the pipeline would we meet do you think we'll meet bathilda bagshot at all Ooh, okay old enough right okay right time period right um i think i think we have to in the in Somewhere in the next three movies, right? So why is that? Because, well, maybe not, but I would assume that she has something to do with with Dumbledore during the summers. Mm-hmm. So he's got this backstory relationship mm-hmm. with her. That's how she knows all of this other stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. she's involved in this movie in some way Yeah, with him. That's how she's able to help Rita Skeeter write the, mm-hmm. li- the Life and Lies. So as we explore the blood mm. pact, how that came about, the relationship, the nature of that relationship between Dumbledore and Grindelwald, naturally, you know, why are they together? Oh, because he's at Aunt Bathilda's house. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, why did this happen? Who would know about it? Who can tell us more about it? So you can mm-hmm. see her coming up, yeah. which is, that's interesting because it is a tie-in, but it is, it's not a fan service tie-in. It's like an explicit, like, right. this is one of the only people that we can... That was there and right. would be talking about right. why she was mentioned mm-hmm. in those books. You know what I mean? Okay. Right. I like that. And I think for me, Ariana needs to be okay. like dropped big time. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's yeah. definitely all pointed to what happened that summer mm-hmm. and that argument. And Abbeforth is in the trailers, but I heard that actor got into some sexual assault allegations. So I heard he's in trouble cool, too. Great. So it wouldn't be a... Yeah. People in WB just have to be like not sleeping yeah. <laughs> after their cast choices. They're firing all of their like casting director people. They oh need yeah, to hire clean um, house. What's your name that did The Office and like Brooklyn Nine Nine? Allison. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember her Allison last name. Something. Yep. But Ariana mm-hmm. Dumbledore needs mm-hmm. to be explored mm-hmm. big time, and we've only seen her in that portrait, right? Like from the mm-hmm. movies, correct? Mm-hmm. Where uh, the tunnels underneath Hogsmeade and yeah. Hogwarts thing. But I think there's definitely needs to be a flashback in this film. Okay, um, and that's my prediction. I'm not sure they'll necessarily show like 
who threw that curse that like messed her up. Mm-hmm. Would you want them to? Do you I want don't. to see that? I don't. You don't want the closure? I don't think so. I like feeling a little unsettled. Mm-hmm. At least just in that, mm-hmm. you know, in that part. Mm-hmm. It, and maybe that's what eats them and their like feelings relation for each other. Like they even they probably don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh something a classic Harry Potter Expelliarmus charm just mm-hmm. blocked everything mm-hmm. and it, anything and everything. And they don't know what happened to her. But also, I'm not sure. Do you guys, well, I mean, you probably already wrote that down prediction-wise, but the cool Credence Ariana thing, like, I want to know your guys' thoughts on that. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I think it, what you're talking about plays directly into that. I remember walking out of Crimes of Grindelwald, the IMAX, and us being like, does the timeline line up for Credence? How old is Credence supposed yeah. to be? Is Could he be Ariana in some weird way? Like, what's going on yeah. here? Um. Yeah, yeah, so we can I, certainly get into those kinds of predictions. Yeah, I've got no idea. Like that was <laughs> that was something that I just I think my prediction there was that Grindelwald was just trying to manipulate mm-hmm. him in some way. Mm-hmm. Right. Classic. Highly doubt classic. that he is actually a Dumbledore. Okay. Um I'll refresh your I'm assuming you don't remember. Probably not. <laughs> there's there's a whole storyline that I'm happy for us to not touch on, which has to do with the Lestrange family. Oh my word. And like the baby a, a Senegalese um, wow, like wizard. I know. I don't care about that storyline. But as part of that, Lita Lestrange, who's engaged to Theseus and maybe died in the last movie, mm-hmm. um, when she was a kid on a boat, took her baby brother, Corvus, who's crying, switched him with a baby across yeah. the hall, who we haven't confirmed is of wizard descent or anything. Yeah, and right. then when those two families get on lifeboats, one of those babies falls into the water and dra- ends up drowning, I mean, like sinks and stuff. I don't know. Would a baby sink that rapidly? Don't they do the thing where they teach babies to swim by just tossing them in the pool? Babies float. Right. They're all fat and cartilage, right? Yeah. Yep, there's no bone couldn't tell you i haven't thrown my baby in a pool yet so i just saw That's an x-ray of a baby's foot last week and i can attest that there's no bone it's we all cartridge first hand that expertise a, that is a on baby that anatomy. is a wild statement i've just heard you say <laughs> so <laughs> if i didn't know your if i didn't know your profession oh no just late night browsing <laughs> <laughs> i was in cognito mode for sure at that point. <laughs> let me tap out real quick so no, why are it. you I know that like you work in the industry, but for mm-hmm. a baby, are you doing a lot of baby ankle replacements? No, it was literally the first one ever. So we were baby ankle replacements. <laughs> That's the thing with no bone; like they'd heal so fast. But yeah. no, we were. It was like an X-ray course mm-hmm. of like what to look for mm-hmm. at the berry, and they showed mm-hmm. this one slide, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "What am I looking at?" Yeah. And we and we debated for a while, yeah. and they're like, "That's a baby's foot. Like that's why you can't like that's why it looks so odd. Like yeah. that's why it doesn't look like there's bone there because yeah. it was literally just cartilage and growing." Yeah. Nate is in the orthopedic industry for right. listeners mm-hmm. who. Who don't know for listeners who aren't in the immediate warsaw indiana area <laughs> yeah. Yeah. for whom that is they would never put those words together orthopedic and industry they're like i mean I, okay i guess yeah, yeah there's probably an industry wrong it is the industry yeah nate uh flew the coop though a little bit and is up is uh i think founded a different orthopedic company over in fort wayne right yeah, yeah i'm with, I'm a striker now yeah. so i definitely jump ship so yeah. i get dirty looks here in warsaw now yeah. so yeah it's i gotta duck I my head stock options now which is nice. correct <laughs> really that's nice um what were we talking about so there's a baby that d- should have floated but mm-hmm. didn't we don't know we think that baby based on lita's childhood recollection was her brother corvus which kind of closes the circle on some sort of poet poetic prediction mm-hmm. about a fight between 
her family and a Senegalese family with racial overtones as part of that fight. Mm. So not 100% sure what's going on there. Um, but the implication is that if Credence is a Dumbledore, that means that the family she switched it from was the Dumbledore family. So why are they on some kind of steamship going from England or France or whatever across the Atlantic? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't understand how on earth like Credence could possibly like get to America or yeah. what the Dumbledores were even doing because they went yeah. to, they were in Hogsmeade the whole time, correct? They were in God, I mean, Goddard's Hollow, yeah. yeah. So were, would they have been shipping off one child? What's the age gap between the siblings to the point where there could be another hidden one? Could it, yeah, that's younger the big question. Yeah, could it be like a... Couldn't be younger than Ariana. Well, could it be like a secret kid? And like after Ariana, they realize like, oh, actually, no. His- Kendra's already dead by the time right. Ariana That's dies. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So is it a secret twin? Which is, would, yeah. like, I get it, but like, Ariana was kind of already a secret kid. That was the whole point of Ariana. That's the whole point mm-hmm. of Rita Skeeter's book. Right. And then with like a bigger twist, it's a secret or yeah. twin. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That I mean, would like, get to cool. Nate's totally screwing with the yeah the canon there. yeah that would have definitely been in rita skeeter's book that's right. that's what drives me nuts like yeah. she got yeah. to the bottom of everything and then some mm-hmm. she would have known this yeah it's it's just frustrating that's what right. kills the passion for these films which i'm hoping this will answer some questions i know yeah. it'll sprout new ones but mm-hmm. hopefully later rest the yeah. well and i like what we were saying earlier about that lack of d- definition as to who it's like a schrodinger's spell situation mm-hmm. we don't could have been any of us like that's a big part of albus and aberforth's psyche and the remembrance of that day mm-hmm. so for a movie in 2022 to change how i feel about albus's recollections in a, for a book from 2007 is tough mm-hmm. yeah like i don't know that i want that i like knowing how i feel about how Albus feels about the mm-hmm. day that his sister mm-hmm. died mm-hmm. and his potential role in it and coming to grips with like the morality of, you know, everyone involved is responsible with something like that's like the lesson that's kind of trying to be taught there is, you know, the immaturity of what he was looking at and the stark relief, uh, relief of, Oh, like I went, I just went from looking for hallows to my sister's lying dead there. Like it's because mm-hmm. of this dude, you know, the, those dynamics, could canon should they be in flux at this point in a different movie series starring like yeah. quite a few accused and or convicted criminals mm-hmm. i don't know yeah that's extremely well said that's exactly <laughs> yeah. how i feel Nothing i else. don't want to monologue and like end, <laughs> like cut off any momentum in a conversation had but no that was extremely well said i did testify at court today so like i'm trying to keep my hey there you go yeah testifying at court is a lot of Yes, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, my lawyer. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so much more nerve-wracking than it is feeling cool. Um, tie-in. So we talked about tie-ins. Are there any other thoughts for tie-ins or do we want to go to something else? Like, a, like a, We had a McLaggen name drop mm, in the second one. Um, a Travers and McGonagall, which I think we all are probably on the same page about like 
why? Yeah. I, we all want to hear Dave Maggie Smith's accent again. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But you can't just say Professor McGonagall when she would have been like eight years old as a professor. Like, that's mm-hmm. not okay. When did Tom Riddle get to school? That's my question. I wonder if we're going to ever hear his name just in common conversation mm-hmm. from like a McGonagall Dumbledore mm-hmm. conversation in later films yeah, or even this film. Because he's a lot older than Harry's parents, right? So Tom Riddle, off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure was born on Black Friday. No, not Black Friday. He was born on like um, December 31st or something. But it is yeah. right at the beginning of the Great Depression. So I think it's like 1929, 1930. Ooh. So he is. He's alive, he's but he's not Hogwarts age yet. He's not picked up on that orphanage yet. Set? Okay, how close are we getting? What years did we said? I don't remember. It's got to be mid 30s, right? Because we went from mid 20s to mm-hmm. late 20s. Mm hmm. Because he's already talking about the impending World War II. It's supposed to evoke early Nazi party stuff. Right. And those guys start rising early 30s. Mm-hmm. It can't be much later than that. Um, so I don't know that he's old enough yet. Mm. I think that we, once we get to the fourth and the fifth movies, yeah. you can see young Tom Riddle. You can see young freaking Hagrid. <laughs> oh, yeah. If yeah. needed. Um But I wonder, like you said, young Tom Riddle. Um, How gross of a beard will Hagrid have as, as young Hagrid? Yeah. He's like going to walk in there. Old Hagrid? He's going to yeah. be 14, 11 years it's, old it's already like with a beard. really thick peach fuzz. Like, yeah. It's going to be weird. Like, he has to go through puberty, I would think. Thank it's you for finishing a, that word. Puberty? Yeah. See a young Aragog with him? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we could get some, yeah. some baby Aragog. That, I, pl- I played a lot of... Hey, part of the Chamber of Secrets for PC mm. in like the year 2001 mm. and single-handedly developed a fear of spiders because <laughs> of that game. Yeah. You, you walk into the hollow and you see them coming down yeah. and you're trying to attack but they're coming up from behind and it's a, you know, early 2000s PC game that controls poorly and also I'm nine years old and I'm not yep. good at it. So I'm yep. just getting killed by spiders. It's bad. Don't <laughs> want to talk about it. Not a big air god guy. <laughs> To say the yeah, least. Yeah, that movie does still make me nervous. That yeah. thing's so mm-hmm. creepy. Mm-hmm. They did yeah. that so well done. And like Rupert Grint's sincere terror <laughs> at all yeah. of these spiders yeah. that he's seen. Because that was, um, Aragog, I'm pretty sure it was a physical effect. It wasn't um, CGI, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because Chris Columbus was big on having giving those kids something to react to. Yep. Have you guys seen, where are you guys at on like the Harry Potter documentaries, like the behind the scenes stuff? We've seen a lot of that? Yeah, I've seen most of them. Mm-hmm. Most of it? Okay. Yeah. I have... I'll have to show you before you leave. I have this box that like opens up from the top and then like opens out. It's like a limited edition. Yeah. has all the Blu-rays. Um, they only made like 5,000 of them or something. My friends like in college got together to get it for me. And it has for each movie, for each of the eight, it has a behind some kind of behind the scenes like full length, like hour long thing. Nice. Whether it's about the making of the music or it's the kids growing up or, yeah. you know, the props. And I can, so I've seen like, Quite a bit of, yeah. you know, Foley work in the background and like how they made the sound of the Dementors robes and all that kind I of stuff. I want to watch this. I'm tiny. Come back over yeah, and watch this. We call these. them our Harry Pockumentaries. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, because that's classic me combining words. Um, tie-ins. And I don't, I don't mind the Harry Potter tie-ins. Okay. Like I know some people are it's, getting it, kind of. It's not fan servicey to you. You like it. I actually, I, we're all here for those that reason, yeah. right? Like we're here for nostalgia and like what we fell in love with like back in the day like it's big do you want something completely original with absolutely no tie-ins like terry potter personally you too no they can do them well and they can also do them poorly yeah right i don't remember the mcgonagall one 
I think I vaguely remember seeing like, oh, why, why, why would they say that? Yeah. What's the point here? Yeah. But I'm fine with those. Mm. I'm, I'm with you. I'm fine with those type of things. I, w- I think if I could have anything out of these movies, it would be for them to just be good movies. Mm-hmm. And yep. so if that means that we're really, you know, we're finding these actors that play, you know, Jacob and Tina and Queenie, and they've got this awesome chemistry, and like we can, we have some really good plots that are going to go along with that. And we're going to go in that direction, then I'm going to say, great, you can make an original. I mean, I know it's 2022 and we don't get a lot of just original concept like adventure movies. Everything's a sequel to something or an adaptation of a video game for some reason. Um, so if that's an option, then that's great. If I can learn more about or if I can feel mostly if I can feel clever by understanding a reference to mm-hmm. an original Harry Potter thing. I like that, too. Mm-hmm. But we all agree that we don't want to see certain things. We don't want you to meddle with them. We don't want the, what are they, George Lucas's like adapted, like the second, the editions that have like the weird CGI stuff in front of, Mm -hmm. like in the background of the Star Wars movies. Oh, yeah. We don't want to tinker with Mm -hmm. the canon of what we fell in love with because that is, you know, a snow globe of yeah. my childhood like that's like i don't want that to yeah. change yeah you know I, I play blue version instead of fire red for a reason yeah which is just because i'm a sap like not because it's a better game mm-hmm. so if it's a, like yeah like you said if it's a reference if it's done well if it's um if it contributes to the story and like is moving mm-hmm. things along in a way that's interesting in a way that's like, Oh, right. Because I do understand how that branch of magic works or, you know, mm-hmm. it's building on knowledge more than it is just trying to make us go, Oh yay, I've seen that name before then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about implementation, right? Makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, great. So this is just becoming you asking questions and me giving six minute responses <laughs> that are like, okay. And, uh, you gotta right, make the content answer to that question. Gotta make the content. Yeah, content is king. <laughs> um, okay. Let's move to character deaths. Give me your most likely and least likely. Interesting. In movie three of an announced right. five movie series, which can change it in weird ways. Maybe what we're thinking. Most likely credence, least likely Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> okay that doesn't count <laughs> that is funny though. i was gonna agree i think credence would be the most okay. likely to die and are we saying that because of character plot reasons or are we saying it because of ezra miller meta reasons uh i would think that grindelwald would see him as expendable mm-hmm. okay um depends on how you classify die maybe nagini the human dies as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is she in this film, Nagini? I'm not saying no you're idea. I have no idea. No idea. Yeah, I, I fully don't claim to, to know who is and isn't. I mean, other than listening to MuggleCast, mm. uh, just shout out free promo for a competing Harry Potter podcast on the same plane. We're pretty <laughs> competing. <much> competing. <laughs> We're, you know, I mean, a first round of the NCAA tourney, one versus 16. Yeah, that's, that's It's a competition. We got it. We got one chance, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, that's interesting. Nagini, like a, a, a death of sorts. Mm-hmm. I've heard Queenie thrown out there. Mm-hmm. Just because That's a good guess. Her, she has such a weird kind of storyline. And now she's on Grindelwald's side for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and also she had, her trigger word is being called crazy. And like that's enough yeah. like to go way off and do something. like Yeah. Um, I don't think we lose Jacob. Yeah. Fan I favorite. I don't think He's so our either. comedic relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think Credence plot-wise does work. Okay. I think especially if the whole Obscurus thing, mm-hmm. and like now that he's learning magic, and from the trailers looks like he's dueling and stuff. I think Ezra Miller's bullcrap going on on the side is another note, but I think I Credence isn't anywhere in the textbooks or future or even remotely alluded to in the original texts. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't think he has like a big part in history. I think that right. that yeah. that will be squandered quick, so the focus can be on like Newt and Tina and Dumbledore and Grindelwald fully. I think this mm-hmm. the whole baby sideline and who Credence is and Ariana like will be squashed. So you can like fully focus on these in the fourth mm-hmm. and fifth films if we so get we that. So we can see there being like a solid. We start with Credence abused orphan. Credence doesn't know who he is. Credence finds who he is, mm-hmm. and like like on death's door, like a. Darth Vader kind of situation, and we're like, okay, we're good after the third movie, and we can move mm-hmm. on from Credence. Okay. Mm-hmm. Prediction: Dumbledore wants to truly help Credence. Mm-hmm. Grindelwald exterminates him or kills him because he's expendable, mm-hmm. and that's what leads Dumbledore to be like, yeah, let's get rid of this blood pact and oh, actually like move move oh. against him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess we can kind of get into the blood pact and like what we understand of it. Are you under the impression, as of right now, do you think? If there was no blood pact, Dumbledore would be willing to go and duel Grindelwald. I don't think so. Not no. yet. I don't think. Is it because the chess master emotions? Yeah. Yeah. And what really? What has? I mean, has he done anything like horrible? Horrible yet? I don't remember. On screen, no. Um, we I think it's implied or it's stated even that like oh he's a criminal you know he was arrested and was sent to trial right. for a reason um, so there are some kind of European central maybe European atrocities that have happened or mm. him mm. causing some kind of riots or mm-hmm. like there are deaths maybe of muggles even that have occurred so we are not we haven't been given a lot of that you're right backstory of what exactly mm. Crimes of Grindelwald we watched the whole movie we didn't get a lot of crimes yeah. necessarily. Maybe some brainwashing, mm-hmm. um, gathering without the proper permits in like a cemetery. He kills one, right. kills one baby, right? Kills a baby. He actually lets his follower kill the baby. Mm. He sits there and looks at the baby. Oh, interesting. He abets crimes. I would mm. say is fair, um, but I, I heard I've heard that like as a specific critique of like we better get some secrets of Dumbledore because we didn't get that many crimes of Grindelwald in the last one. Yeah. And we talked about this before the pod. Like, what exactly does Grindelwald stand for? Like, what are they fighting? Yeah. yeah. Like, that hasn't have, been made clear to us. You mm. want to have a villain that is compelling. I mean, it's the Thanos, like, mm-hmm. he kind of has a point. Like, mm-hmm. you want to be able to buy into it to some extent. I don't know what they're wanting me to buy into mm. exactly. It's just another wizard should have all the power down with muggles thing. I mean, which is... Not that differentiated from Voldemort for me. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have a different take on it? I mean, I know you said that was one of your favorite scenes. Yeah. Is Johnny Depp's Grindelwald campaign speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good scene. But I don't. I don't have any. It's very similar, at least so far, yeah. to to Voldemort. Yeah. Did Voldemort get that from Grindelwald? Like that entire like mantra and message. I wonder, like, is there a Mein Kampf floating around that, like, Voldemort read, like, yeah. to learn about? Yeah. Would it be, or he's would it just alive. be, like, using the pensive to see all of his... Uh, all Maybe. Grindelwald's okay, he's, he's getting memories. to fill those memories yeah. and sticking them yeah. in there. We have him, like, writing manifestos and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, he was already a Slytherin. I don't know how young you would have to be to be able to start finding out about those things. Voldemort definitely has more of the pure blood aspect. Mm -hmm. He's trying to take over the wizarding world. Mm -hmm. Muggle deaths are funny, but incidental, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas Grindelwald seems like, I want to, he's a, he's a demagogue. I want to rule, the, I want to be the king of the world, mm -hmm. right? Over all people and intentionally subjugate Muggles. And Voldemort was very breeding focused too. Like pure pure mm. bloods with mm -hmm. pure bloods right. and like down with like mud blood muggles and That's i think true. i think you're right grinnell is more of like wants to rule mm -hmm. like wants to be a ruler above like that makes that makes sense i think we just figured it but out but it is not that much of a differentiation in terms yeah. of you know what the things that they're saying the way they're saying it the the kinds of people they're recruiting like <laughs> well, is, uh, could you say the same thing about just wars in general right interesting like like you know, real you can, life you can wars. go like Putin back to Stalin back to like you know whenever you're seeing those kinds of dick demagogue turned dictators it's always similar right. refrains that you're hearing yeah right. that's probably true because there's only so many other angles like what do you want to be you want Grindelwald to be super into animals yeah. or like yeah. aliens are coming down or like have like yeah. a really hard stance in a way that's different yeah that's fair I mean and and he's using it as like the hey look at how bad these people are getting mm -hmm. right so we need to make sure that we are more powerful than them yeah because i mean for the greater good is at his slogan and that is not something that voldemort was for power like yeah. by the end of it it was just like for voldemort you know mm -hmm. and you will like it because you love voldemort arbitrarily so mm -hmm. he is at least claiming to want like a utopia of mm -hmm. sorts yeah. in which muggles are beasts of burden, I think to quote him. Um, mm -hmm. But that is different from you said, like you said, breeding focus. I hadn't thought about that. I've never thought about that really, that Voldemort being actively obsessed with like promoting inter pure blood marriages and like, I always think back to birthing. that dinner scene at Malfoy Manor. <laughs> birthing. Yeah. Don't love that. I said birthing. <laughs> I always think back to that scene of like Malfoy Manor where he's making fun of uh, Bellatrix's family. Yeah, Bellatrix's mm -hmm. family like getting married to a to a werewolf and stuff, mm -hmm. and just she's Lito Strange. Not Lito. Is it Lito Strange? No, Matt. What's her name? Tonks. Uh, the Incursed Child who sleeps with Voldemort. What's her name? Oh, Bellatrix. Bellatrix. Yeah. Bellatrix. How yeah. Bellatrix was like sickened by that and like stuck yeah. her tongue out and was like, "That's yeah. that's where the like the breeding that thing is, came from." Mm -hmm. Again, hilarious that the way you reference Bellatrix was the you know, cursed, cursed child. <laughs> it's so hated. It's so imprinted <laughs> in my mind. It's so bad. Um, yeah, that's true. That's 100% true. And I wonder if that comes back to the fact that he is a half-blood. I mean, there's you know the Hitler parallels. But mm -hmm. like he, Hitler mm -hmm. wasn't blonde hair, blue eyes. Like There's mm -hmm. a lot of things you know that he... He's obsessed about about his own parentage and the way that his muggle father, you know, was cruel to his witch, witch mother, even though mm -hmm. she like had him under a spell and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. it's tough. Mm -hmm. It's tough stuff. Um, so at least other character death besides Dumbledore, we think Jacob, Newt, maybe even Newt's impossible because they have kids. They do have kids. That yeah. is accurate. Is whatever. So Tina's off the books too. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if, if we take them out as options, we think Jacob is the, as the comedic guy. We're not going to lose him yet. 
Also our token muggle. I don't think Queenie could be killed just because I think they're going to have that redeeming arc. Yeah, mm-hmm. not yet at least. She would, and Jacob end up together kind of thing. Would they have yeah. the guts to rip that love apart and like break the audience's heart? Do you think they'd have the guts to do that? I mean, they had a fight scene like in the first third of the second movie where they, you know, he thinks about calling her crazy and she leaves. I mean, and... she roofied him for what, months? Yeah, yeah, sham engagement. I don't blame him. By any means. I mean, I'm on side, I'm on the guy's side there. You know, women be crazy or whatever. Goodness <laughs> gracious. I mean, men are stupid, but men are stupid. Like, that's true. You know? Whenever, like, I mean, I'm in an office full of women where, where they're like, oh, men are so stupid. I'm like, that's fair. And I take that. But also, women are crazy. And they always go, yeah, actually, that's, you know, that's there's, there's fairness to that. So I try to, you know, keep it even on both sides and stuff like that. When you know the podcast, like... Mm-hmm. No one's taking me like totally literally, <laughs> you know. And if you think right. it would be difficult, you can take anything out of context, I guess. But like the hundreds of hours that I've spent talking about Harry Potter, I don't think I've come off as like right. sincerely sexist. Right. This isn't a well. I don't. There's other podcasts that I have, you know, I don't listen to that I would <laughs> would happily denigrate. But I don't know yeah. what how everyone feels about some of those things. Sure. There were times when I would say something and be like. Oh, Breeden does not agree with me here. <laughs> like, uh, we are not on the same page about That's the funny. role of Fox News in modern American society, like stuff like that. Because, <laughs> like, I feel strongly one way, and he apparently does not. Oh, that's so, funny. But anyway, I'm sure he's there's zero percent chance he's listening to this, so it's fine. Love you, Breeden. Come on the pod, um, Hannah. Actually, Breeden, don't listen to this, Hannah. You come on the pod. Um, Talk about something she doesn't know <laughs> even remotely. <laughs> she's a nurse okay so i think asking her how long it would take someone to bleed out if they had their hand chopped off oh absolutely you can give me a just you can guess i'm not holding you to it oh you mean talk about harry potter which yeah i was talking about the harry potter you're talking about fantastic beasts i'm happy to talk to her about whatever she wants to talk about if she would come (laughs) on the pod we can talk about nursing we can talk about your high school dance career you can talk about um baby x-rays yeah baby (laughs) x-rays It's My a favorite. professional uh, interest of hers now. We can talk about the city of Evansville, Indiana. We can talk about whatever. <laughs> city of... That's where she went to college. I'm running out of things about Hannah. She's definitely not listening to this, so that's a safe uh, safe place to go. Most likely, single most likely character death, we agree, is Credence. I would think so. Okay. For It, it just it fits with a multitude of reasons. Okay. Mm-hmm. Credence or Theseus? Oh, okay. Did you know the guy that plays Theseus is like eight years younger than New oh, yeah. than uh, Eddie Redmayne? You can t- you can see it. Yeah. yeah, you think? I mean, he's got the taller, like broader thing, which helps. Mm-hmm. Um, my other prediction was going to be blood pact related. Um, we sort of talked about that. We touched on it. Do we think? How does one break a blood pact? Is it just like a you physically destroy it situation? Does Dumbledore really need to like? just feeling like he wants to break it is it like an emotional component i feel like a beast has to be involved okay. somehow yeah. to break it mm-hmm. i think that might be the only way something blood related like a vampire bat right a leech <laughs> a leech a massive Keep, a, a big dune name worm. A more blood related animals challenge go jt you can't name vampire bat yeah. or leech i'll come back to me okay uh, hey. uh the mummy beetle that oh. gets under your skin okay okay <laughs> Okay. What a reference. Um, what about okay? I'm gonna go lice, right? That's yeah. what they feed on. Yeah, I, I got nothing, man. I, there has to be like a funny Which answer here, that? right? Right. That's, 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 that's what I'm, one of us that's what I'm get trying to, to get to. Um, I think like Nate got it. Of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. 
a dung beetle or whatever. Like the only thing I can think of is it? blood orange, right? Like that's nothing. Blood orange. Got it. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Brought it around. Um, you said you don't think, you, you said you think the blood pact is the only thing keeping, is not the only thing keeping Dumbledore from fighting Grindelwald. Even without it right now, he is not in a state of mind where he wants to go do so. I don't, yeah, I don't think yeah. he's jumping at the seams and to do you that. Agreed. Yeah, I think he's kind of turning a blind eye to it. Yeah, so I would it has assume to be something that occurs that's going to make him more upset, credence related possibly. Yeah, um, because it reminds him of Ariana, Obscurials, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. that stuff. I don't know which one, Obscurious or Obscurial, what those are in reference to. Credence is an Obscurial, so he has an Obscurus. Yeah, I got no idea. Is it just a plural? I don't know either. No, it's a great question. Um, do the blood packs need to be destroyed together? You know, they have to be mm. crushed into each other somehow, back <laughs> in between their hands. Yeah. Are they both wearing one, or is just the one that Jude Law has? Is the is the blood pact the one that Abernathy had in his mouth for a while? Abernathy is the dude that yeah. flirted with Queenie and then became obsessed with Grindelwald and cut out his tongue. Yeah. He had it stuck in his mouth at the beginning of the third one when he was in a carriage full of seawater with the British or like the French prime minister or something like that. Wow. And I am so glad you I watched forgot about all that. Yeah, like that, is, that escape <laughs> scene. I know. I forgot about that. Is that the only... So you're saying that might be the only one. And so if... But Jude Law has one too, right? So they both yeah, have one. I think one. they both have one. So now Jude Law has both of them? Because the Niffler steals it from oh, yeah. Grindelwald at the end of the second wow. one. So that's, Jude Law definitely has that one now. Okay. That's facts. Mm. That's like the last thing that happens is um, Newt sh- shows it to him and he's like, whoa. Newt's like, do you think you can break it? And he goes, maybe. <laughs> and then like, that's all. Like, that's their conversation. Mm. It has to be like, beast related then to break that thing. Okay. Is it the same pact that Snape and Narcissa made? So that is an unbreakable vow. Yeah, that's it. Which is different from a blood pact probably somehow i would yeah i would assume the unbreakable vow makes it more of a prophecy right where like in that not that it is a prophecy but in that now it no matter what you do it's going to happen right your actions are going to lead Mm -hmm. to this thing happening okay which is you dying if you Mm -hmm. break them if you don't do it right whereas a blood pact doesn't leave the option for you to do it it's just you can't do it. Yeah. Like you yeah. agreed not to fight each other. And because the blood pact still exists, you can't break it and you'll die if you do it. You just, you just can't. Yeah. Yeah. You think that they use the chamber of secrets and, uh, yeah. the, uh, basilisk Bank. down there to try and break the blood pact. <laughs> that basilisk we know is alive and will stay alive for the next 80 years. Mm-hmm. We're, we're pre Tom Riddle. So I don't know who's opening it up. And they're just like dangling. They're like <laughs> bullfighting it and trying to get it to like come attack <laughs> yeah. the blood pack. No maybe. idea. It's got to be a swooping evil or like they yeah. something send, to do with that. They could fox. send Fox down there with the yeah. blood pack. Yeah. Is that Fox, that Phoenix, by the way? I don't know. How I many would, Phoenix's names do we know? I would assume so. But I, what, if he, what if there's another one and his name is Guy? <laughs> Think he does a barrel roll? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay so we don't know we don't know enough about what blood packs are and how they work to make really good predictions about them but we don't think that they're gonna fight until the fifth one be, the fifth movie because that's the famous duel between them yeah mm-hmm. okay 
Or the fourth movie if this one doesn't do well. <laughs> right. And then they're like, well, you know, it's just right. <laughs> Andrew Edmonds signed on for five. We'll have him do something else. It'll be fine. We'll have him play a different physicist or something. Or read another um, audiobook. Yeah, that's true. We can always read another audiobook. It's a good call. Um, let's do a little round of Do We Care? We'll get we'll do a Braden's beef drop here because we haven't had enough drops. Do we care? Do we care? Um, and it would have been better if you guys could hear it, and I get it, but I don't know how that would work. We have to have like a speaker hooked up or something. Um, so I have written down five things so far for Do We Care. I didn't tell Nate what these were ahead of time. I wanted them to be a little bit more of a surprise. So, um, what when I was writing these. I had in mind that we would be maybe slightly more familiar with the details of the last two movies than it turns out we are, <laughs> which I don't want to come across as being upset or insulted at all. That's mm-hmm. just where we're at, mm-hmm. right? So you might not remember who or what this is immediately, but if you think about it, you might figure it out. So the first one is, do we care about Bunty? Do we know who that is? No. No. Don't Bunty's the is. Bunty's the caretaker for yes. uh, Newt's commander. She takes care. Of, she takes care of the beast oh, while. That's right. She's who openly thirsts over oh, yeah, Newt she's and so, is like, should you take off your shirt when yeah. you do that? No, I don't care. Though. Don't care. She's part of their like Fab Five, yeah. like Sexy Six, is what they call it, I guess. Posters, but uh, yeah. of that group, yeah, and she's like on posters now, yeah. like so she's an amplified character. But I, Interesting. I don't. They have way they have way too many characters as there as there is. Okay, we don't care about Bunty. I don't care. Do we care? Is she the most likely to die? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with no, just because I don't feel like she's the most likely to be involved yeah. in a battle. Yeah. She's most likely to be hanging back in, in Newt's like super cool basement, taking care of mm-hmm. snow leopards or whatever. Mm-hmm. His basement or a suitcase? Either one. Yeah. Because we, we've only seen her in his, the basement at his house. Yeah. But I don't know why she wouldn't also be in the, Does he retire? He doesn't retire the suitcase. I don't know. No, I don't know why he has both of them. Do we care about Newt's demiguys, Dougal, who was hanging out in the Macy's department store? Who all we've seen do is know that the augury was going to grow exponentially mm-hmm. and then walk away. Do we care? Dougal, we care. <laughs> Can't see that coming. No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Fine. Too cool. We care. No, absolutely not. <laughs> do, we care? do we care has always been allowed to, you know, if the answer is no, the answer is yeah. no. You don't have to expand yeah. on that. It feels, it feels like there's always a, an animal that's shoehorned in there because it's, or excuse me, a beast that's shoehorned in there because it's Hoof called. horned. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> because it's called Fantastic Beasts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I care more about what's the, the. Walking stick. Pick it. Pick, pick it. it. Yeah, sure. I care more about that. Pick it regularly saving, openly saving yeah. his yeah. life. Yeah. Like his, his attitude's so cute, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I remember we, we got we got like little, because we went to the Tuesday showing last mm-hmm. time. We got little Picket and Niffler mm-hmm. uh, pins. pins. And the Niffler yeah. got a name for this one, right? Teddy. Teddy? Yeah. But he was just calling him Niffler, right? yeah. The first movie. So yeah. like, what happened there? Just gives him a name between yeah. like two and three. We just named him. Maybe Tino was like, "Oh my gosh, name him!" No, you have to name him. <laughs> he does really girly. He does a Dumbledore just now. knows him somehow. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I guess it could be. Um, do we care about Ezra Miller, the actor, in his future? No, no, we don't care. I actually do. 
We do care. I, I do care a little bit what We're happens like in this. I care about him as a human being. Sure. I don't care about him as a human being, <laughs> even though the Bible tells us to. The, for this, for WB and Harry Potter's sake, I do care about like his career in these films. Because they were kind of trying to launch him into a little more of something than yeah. he already was, right? Right. Exactly. And I think you said this earlier, my main goal is to have these films like be successful and actually right. good movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That and gives I, us the best chance of there being future Harry Potter properties and them funding actually decent iPhone games instead of really weird to bad ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like the Match 3 game? Yeah. I haven't downloaded that one even. Yeah. I did download the Pokemon Go one. Mm-hmm. I played that for a while. Yeah. Me too. But then it like stopped working for yep. me. Um, I actually recently got back into Hogwarts Mystery. Where you're Did you really? Hogwarts? Yeah. Yes. I and played I spent, that for a long time. I spent time. a few weeks. I'm in the fifth year. Oh wow. my gosh. And it takes so long to make yeah. progress. Yeah. Like you can feel, you can get on five times a day, feel like you're really putting in the work. Yeah. And it will be like, after a week, you've moved up one, like 40th towards the next year. Like That's just wild. a little chapter. I mean, it's. Yeah. That's it's, one of the reasons why I stopped playing. Right. It is like, oh, monetizing gosh. the crap out of you. Like they want you to pay to jump ahead some chapters mm-hmm. and to, you know, be able to, you know, have a girlfriend and stuff. Like, <laughs> I down cow. I downloaded the Lego Harry Potter games and okay. played all those. I have that. I did on my, get on the them on, on your phone. Yeah. Interesting. I, I would do that at Zimmer Biomet when we were working there. Really? <laughs> Just at my desk. Yeah. That's awesome. Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> R.I.P. Sarah, who's definitely listening. Sarah, come on the pod. <laughs> yeah. I don't know you, but you're welcome to yeah. come on the pod. Um, what's 968-768-8370, something that like that? That sounds right. Is this, it sounds right, but I still don't know. It's 978-Potter0, right? Yeah. Sarah, yeah. call in. Let us know how you felt about JT as an employee. Slash co-worker. Okay. The new Harry Potter video game that's dropping like this holiday looks incredible. Yeah. I don't know a ton about this. Fill me in. What it, what is it called? Is it shoot? Let me. I don't remember, but I remember looking at it and saying, "Wow, that seems like it would be a a more fun Harry Potter game." You know, like than the ones you've played at this point. Yeah, than the ones that have come out recently. Hey, you must have not played Chamber of Secrets on Game Boy. <laughs> no, I did. Okay, because I did. <laughs> um, it's called a uh, Hogwarts Legacy, and it's yes. coming and it's coming oh, out okay. on Switch, Xbox, PS4. It's okay. a upcoming action role-playing video game developed by Avalanche Software, Software, and it looks like the open world. It yeah. looks incredible. It looks like the game you want. And mm-hmm. you almost want it to be an MMO would be yeah. ideal, but yeah. that's hard. And you can choose to be good or bad. It's all the decisions wow. you make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like a KOTOR situation? It's the Knights of the Old Republic? Like yeah, no, exactly. Really yep. Based, like It's got a pretty robust engine for that. Wow. Yeah, and I think you go through all years of Hogwarts, and then you decide, and then you go on to be what you want, and then good or evil. Pretty cool. Wow. I don't have a lot of experience with Western RPGs. I mean, I've played Red Pokemon. Dead. You know, I mean, it's mostly JRPG type stuff. Oh, um, I thought you were talking, talking about, about Red like, Dead Redemption, yeah, like actual like, Westerns. Yeah, Westerns. Oh, Westerns. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, Western developed RPGs. Yes, okay. <laughs> um, which are more decision-making based or more real-time as opposed to like turn-based, like mm-hmm. really classic mm-hmm. Final Fantasy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm a Nintendo guy and I'm not going to get a lot of Final Fantasy even lately. So interesting though. We'll have to play it. Yeah. Uh, and if you guys have Switch online, you don't have a Switch, but if it's co op, we can do something like that. I got a PC. Really excited for Splatoon 3. Yeah. Okay. Love Splatoon. Trying to get a squad together. Join up. We can go, we can get a Discord. I am garbage at any shooting game. That's fine. 
so bad. You can man. get you can take a roller. You can do that thing. I tr- I got I got Splatoon two and mm-hmm. just so bad at it. Okay, we I will if you want to like play to get better. I will play. I always want someone to play Splatoon. <laughs> with. Like I love only people that play online now are people that are super good though. So we could do the That's co-op the mode. We could do Salmon Run or something. I love it. Eric Tethero. <laughs> Eric will play with us. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we can do some Splatoon. You get it. You know about Splatoon. I play a bunch of first-person shooters. Really? Oh yeah. This is a third-person. Painter. Oh really? Yeah, it's a third person Wait, like painter? ground cover thing. Yeah, so the main mode in Splatoon is the winning team at the end is whichever team has the more of their color of paint on the painted map. on the map. So okay, you're like covering it's, it's yeah capture the flag ish, mm-hmm. but you're painting the map yeah. as you're going and places. You can, but you can paint straight over someone else's. It's, yeah. it's not difficult. You know, you're just spraying paint. So obviously, it's helpful to you know kill people and mm-hmm. like make them respawn. But it is not in and of itself the end goal. Mm-hmm. Man, I want to know strategy of this now. I know it's wild because there's all kinds of different like you can you, you know you're thinking of spray paint guns. There's buckets of paint you can toss. There's like rollers or paint brushes. Mm-hmm. So you know speed versus whatever else. So yeah, and I'm not I'm good, but I'm not like I understand really proper strategy to beat like Japanese people. Like that's not happening. <laughs> so that's just the way it is. Tetris is the same way. Like I'm really good, but I can't. There's a wall and you run into it. Like, yeah, it's like chess. It's like me trying Probably. to make it to the NBA. I'm yeah. six foot and 150 pounds. I'm yeah. not making it. Yeah, but you're good. I'm not lightning fast. I remember intramurals. I was around. <laughs> right. You're good. Did you ever? Were you ever on a, a team that won intramurals? Uh, like a Kent two situation? No. Like senior year? No. No. We. Uh, I was off campus senior year, and oh, we. That's we tough. split up. I never. I was too kind. Like I think we could have won if. If I had like put together a team, but yeah. I always wanted to make everyone enjoy it, mm-hmm. so we kind of split the teams up evenly at mm-hmm. that point. I didn't have that killer instinct. Yeah, I didn't have mama mentality. Go you got to take over. You got to be taking all the shots. You know, right. you know, you're the team's best player. You're putting right. the team on their back. Yeah. Okay. Best player at Grace College intramurals. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, it's something. Justin will have you will come at you for saying that. I don't know. That's true. Something to put on your resume. Yeah. Um, up there with uh, Brett Walther and yeah. Um, do we care about obscurists? Obscurials. Obscuri. Obscuri. Obscure. Obscure Obscure to buy. I do not because I just think of like it's just it's magic that was like bullied down right that was inwardly mm-hmm. like Mr. I just think of Mr. Filch like where's his. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, well, I guess he was he was just a squib. Yeah, he, he didn't have any magic to repress. <laughs> That's fair. I think I care about it, but maybe only for this movie. Okay. Like, if, the first if, three movies. If up they until. drag it out more, you're going to be like, okay, we're just, yeah. we're overdoing the Obscurus thing. Yes. Okay. For Ariana's sake, I care about right. it. From yeah. the beginning, when they were introduced, I was like, okay, we're explaining what happened with Ariana a little bit, which I appreciated in that you know, trigger warning, like the Ariana stuff, I felt like always carried rape connotations, mm-hmm. um, which sucks. I mean, it doesn't make it not true. I mean, I don't think it should not be in literature just because it's uncomfortable to talk about. And mm-hmm. if we, if we get a little bit of a different explanation than that to like what came up with Obscurus is then like, okay, like we can, we can make that a little bit easier to talk about those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see there being positives that come from that. Um, but I don't know if I care about credences. 
Because he can control it so well now. Yeah, yeah that's a little what? weird. What? In the second movie, he never is shaking and it's coming out of him and he can't stop it. He's yeah. just like, yeah, I'm Obscurus, man. I Obscurus when I need to. Yeah. Like, that's... I don't know. I don't know if I love that. Secret to him is he's always angry. Just like the Hulk. Oh, no. it's a Hulk situation? Really? Yeah. But they're, they're supposed to die by age 10. Like, you can't right. control it. Right. Do we care about... Now, get ready for me to name another character that you don't remember is in this movie. Yusuf, comma. No. What? No, I do not. This? Don't care or don't remember? I do. I do remember him. He okay. had the story. He was at odds with the Lestrange family. Mm-hmm. And it was the whole, he was wrapped in that entire story with the baby. Oh, and okay. His yeah. dad was a his prophecy. pure blood. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. He's part of that group too now, right? Like he's following them? He went with the good guys. Yeah, I think he's with yeah. Newt and okay. everybody yeah. like to start this film. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah, he and Bunty can... Go grab something else. And Hello. Go on their this own. It's a family <laughs> podcast, Nate. Good night. <laughs> go, they can go on their own side quest. Newt like, pulled some kind of tentacle thing out of his eye. You might remember that I do scene remember that. in Nicholas Flamel's house. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Flamel was in that yeah. movie? What? Wow. And the Sorcerer's Stone had that little, yeah. little glimmer right, right there. He was only in it for like three minutes total of screen time, and most of that he was getting his fingers broken. Yeah, he was nothing but comic relief. We were that was not so using bad. Nicholas Flamel properly. Yeah, and that's he teaches right. them how to look inside their hearts to use Protego better at yeah. the very end, and that's it. You're yeah. telling me that that guy's still alive during the Sorcerer's Stone and Harry's first year? Yeah, because of the Sorcerer's Stone, yeah. He, infinite life. At that point, at this point, he's already like 500-some. Because he dies at 667, I think. And this is like 60 or 70 years before that, so. He's just so brittle. Have you guys seen Atlanta, the Donald Glover vehicle, hmm. FX? No. I've only seen a couple episodes, but I need to watch it. There's an episode. Tell me there's Nicholas Flamel in Atlanta. Where Donald Glover is in whiteface okay like my late stage michael jackson kind of vibe is what he's going for mm-hmm. and it looks kind of like the clips <laughs> um just like the sort of weird plastic pastiness that nicholas Femel has going on like mm-hmm. in the wide set eyes mm-hmm. and like looking kind of weirdly feminine for some reason with mm-hmm. his hair yeah um who played him who played him in that know. film i do Don't not know. know i have not heard so many questions that is all I had for Do We Care. Do you guys have any deep cuts that you want to bring up to ask if we or I care about them from, you know, and I think Rachel and Jeremy would think it would be amusing to give you guys the floor here for questions about, you know, behind the scenes of recording Muggles Perspective, anything you always wish you knew about how any of that stuff went or where I'm at now or, I mean, you know, a pretty open book. Not a lot of topics I have not talked about. Was it always right here or was it mostly over Skype calls? Uh, it was almost entirely over Skype calls. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess it wasn't technically Skype, but I mean, things like Skype calls. Um, he, Braden lived in Lafayette for the majority of the run, moved to the Greenwood area during kind of filming of, or reading like the fifth book, maybe sixth. Um, so it was a lot of that. We mostly got together for movie pods mm-hmm. and even then we didn't get together for them all the time were you around when we tried to watch the first movie we tried to like live stream oh, on facebook yeah and there was just it was 100 tech- it was the second movie it was all technical difficulties yeah we could we tried like google hangouts and now they have that thing on 
oh, I don't know if it's Zoom or something where you can kind of like launch a movie with your friends all at the same time because yeah. of the pandemic and stuff. But we couldn't make it happen. And it was so bad, Nate. I don't know if you, do you remember this? I remember getting on Facebook trying to watch one, I like know. before. I can't remember if it was the... We did live stream us successfully watching the first movie because we were in the same room and we just had a camera focused on us yeah and me being like brain what'd you think about that and he's like yeah we're watching the harry potter movie and it was like this isn't good podcasting <laughs> like, this is stupid yeah yeah um which you know you gotta you live and learn with mm-hmm. um how some of that stuff went so i think mm-hmm. we got better as it went on oh yeah we did have you ever been to the sylvius's house yes um have you been to the, the so the movie theater so we watched a couple of the movies there oh, nice. and that was a good movie watching experience mm-hmm. yeah that's you know plenty of room to spread out and then you know we're filming right in there while rachel jumps in the pool or whatever so, oh yeah yeah done. i watched march madness there before yeah. back in the day years yeah, ago i can nice. imagine next time pacers in the finals in 2026 you know oh, rent it out 2026 yeah. led by uh tyrese halliburton and um, what's my guy from Iowa that everyone is mo- mocks to the Pacers at Chris five. Duarte? Oh, oh, um, oh. Yeah, I don't a, remember his name. He's some, yeah, I don't remember his name, but people think he's going to be good. I don't know. Chris Duarte is going to be retired by 2026. It's <laughs> so old. He's already like almost 25 or something. Yeah. He might be 25. I like him a lot though. Yeah, absolutely. But he's not the world's highest upside. Yeah. Kind of guy. This is Pacers corner now. JT's a big Pacers right. fan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do Huge you Pacers do fan. league pass? Do you do radio? Do you do I bum off streams? My, I bum off my parents' stream because okay. they live. I grew up in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. so they still live down there, mm-hmm. and I get their. It's called Bally Sports now. Yeah, ugh, whatever. Ugh. Hard pass. It's horrible. I would pay for cable if they would show me Pacers games. Yeah, yeah, So I get league pass now. Yeah, it's nice that the Bulls are blacked out up mm-hmm. here, not the Pacers. Right. So, but on league pass, yeah. I'm always looking, right, last year Drew Lyon shared my league pass. You know, we just split the cost of it. There you go. He's probably going to drop out this next year. So if, you, if anyone if there anyone wants in, you'd be, I'll I'll go, let me go with you. Yeah, I may need to. We'll find out. Yeah, that's what, that's how I do it. Um, any other questions? Anything you guys want to ask? I've been doing a lot of the talking. Back to do you care? Do, okay. you, do you care about Jacob and Queenie's relationship? Genuinely? Um, I think I, I think I do care about Jacob and Queen. The relationship part, you start to lose me. I care about Jacob. Um, I feel like you get, he's a good classic avatar for the audience. Um, mm-hmm. I like the actor a lot. I think Dan Fogler is really good. Um, he, he's who we, I have seen having the most kind of character arc, I think. You know, going from knowing nothing to he's learning these things and he's excited and mm-hmm. he, but he's honest with Queenie at different times. So I care about Jacob. And if that means I have to care about the relationship, then that's fine. But what what I don't know how to feel about is the mind reading, like and how that would play into being in a relationship. You know, he can't ever be upset because she gets to even in, hold it in because she can see what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. Now he's in trouble for that still. I don't love that. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind that as a movie device like just because i don't love something doesn't mean i'm not interested in exploring how it would actually play out so mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not shipping them and like you know living and dying by how it goes but i like you know i like an original character i don't want everything to be you know travers where it's like oh that's travers's dad or whatever mm-hmm. like okay like cool he's just a pre-death eater like yeah. i like the idea of having some new original characters that have are being well written for and aren't boxed mm-hmm. in. Yeah, and that's one of the problems with it being a movie first, not mm-hmm. a book. Absolutely. Right? Where you have to 
in the books, you're able to have all this backstory mm-hmm. and then you jump into a movie. And go, okay, yeah, I know this person. Mm-hmm. I know what they're about. I haven't even thought about that. That's a great right. point. So I don't know. If J.K.R. wrote a book, would you be back in? Would you be like, okay, the fantastic, like the book adaptation of these movies? Oh, yeah. Would we would be excited for that? I'd dive right back in. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I would. You're telling me you haven't read all the script books that come out a week <laughs> after the movies? I have not. <laughs> Horrible. Don't no, do it. I haven't even, I haven't even done the, um, what's his name? Robert Galbraith. What's the, oh, the mystery novels? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mystery novels she writes. Have you guys, I don't know. If mm-hmm. I've read the Cuckoo's that. Calling, the first one. Okay, is it good? Yeah, really good. Okay, so I should look into it. Yes. Okay, I'm interested in it. Question for you, mm-hmm. since you kind of, Rogi, you stayed off the trailers. Do you think yep. that Jacob actually can do magic? Oh, yeah, we didn't even get into mm-hmm. Braden's beef about mm-hmm. the wand. I certainly hope not. I'm in the same way. I, I think that's so anti. And I back to Mil- Mr. Filch, like, why didn't Dumbledore, out of the kindness of his heart, like, give him a wand that could do magic, even mm-hmm. though he's a squib mm-hmm. or anti no mash folk? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be super frustrated if Dumbledore, like, is able to give him a wand that protects him or mm-hmm. limits him on certain spells, like, in certain... That's so... Could it... Well... Could you see what wand does Grindelwald have right now? The elder wand. He has you the can elder wand. See it in the mm-hmm. second okay. movie at least because okay. mm-hmm. it's so distinct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I couldn't remember. I thought maybe maybe there was another twin core situation, mm-hmm. and Dumbledore gives Jacob that wand, and it automatically protects him nice. or something. Yeah. But if he's using the elder wand, mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah, how's that going to work with the greatest battle ever? Could it be because he wins that? Could it that? be the blood pact somehow? Uh, connects their wands so they can't fight each other maybe so then when jacob or when does dumbledore give jacob a wand is yeah. that right yep. okay so then when he gives him the wand it it will automatically you know protect him it's not a bad idea we're, i like that we're getting into the wild speculation right prediction that's a, yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a good, that's yeah. a good predict, prediction yeah interesting i don't know i mean i like I agree with you. I don't want him to just arbitrarily be able to do magic. It's okay to have different people that can and can't do certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, no one loves the newer Star Wars movies where now everyone's a Jedi. Everyone mm-hmm. can use lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Everyone's special means no one is kind of thing. Um, everyone's a Palpatine for some reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think he's better. There's more interesting places to go with him staying as a muggle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We relate to him in that way. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what if we were thrown in the story right here? Right. Mm-hmm. And now, like, Dumbledore's just handing out wands to protect yourself. Like, see, when I hear Dumbledore's handing out wands, I think about the be- early in the second movie when there's like his glove. He has a disembodied glove that's like beckoning to Newt and stuff. So I'm wondering if Jacob's like wearing it. And so that's how he gets around the blood pact. It, Interesting. Is that he's doing the magic and like controlling it. Like, he's the guy in the chair in it back from in Hogwarts. Yeah. Um, he's the Alfred, yeah, like Mac, yeah, he's the, on the, the PC. Ned. He's his Ned, yeah. Interesting. I like that. That's a good prediction. Like that glove come back into play? That'd be pretty sweet. It's, it doesn't make any sense, but I don't <laughs> know how magic works. Right. Who does? Just JKR. And she made the trolley witch thing, so. <laughs> so true. Who can trust anyone anymore? It's true. She doesn't respond on Twitter anymore either, so. Yeah, well, yeah, not about Harry Potter stuff, that's for I'm sure. That's it. What do you care about anything else? What is your prediction out of 10 what this movie will be that we're seeing tomorrow night? Critical reception or my personal? Your personal. 
prediction. Critical reception is going to be dog water, guaranteed. <laughs> the first one got like a 77% of Rotten Tomatoes. What'd the second one get? Like 37. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I, I try and go into it with just, hey, this is going to be fun. Yeah. And unless there's something that is like drastically horrible, it's probably going to be a six or a seven. Mm-hmm. Like, without having any real, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, backstory to any of these characters other than like Dumbledore, really? Like, mm-hmm. like investment, really. Right. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Like, I'm similar to the Hobbit movies. Like, I went in to have a fun time mm-hmm. more. Right. Like, yeah. they. Oh, the they are not they they are not great movies but if you go in without knowledge of the book yeah it's a fun movie it is there's the barrel writing and the singing and right dwarves and elves married right. marrying one another and stuff That's but fun. if you know the book yeah. it is just a horrible horrible it's movie not a good adaptation so no <laughs> no i haven't rewatched those in a long time i i found someone made a like a book version of the movie where okay. they cut out all of the extra crap so it's 25 minutes long no it's like four hours and 20 minutes long what? like it's legitimately the into all all of the movies yeah. put together with all, without any of the extra fluff wow. and it's decent at that yeah. point yeah snyder cut yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly the Hobbit movies. i mean i like martin freeman as a mm-hmm. as bilbo i don't have any problem with that mm-hmm. obviously love martin friedman as dr watson mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to talk about sherlock um I just I do that thing where like I assume that everyone who we like Harry Potter, so that means you guys all like all this stuff right. I like. So I'll just keep referencing sure. all those things. I love Sherlock. Okay. Yeah, I love Sherlock. Braden loves Sherlock. Braden, hey, come on the pod, go. we'll talk about Sherlock. I really wanted to get uh what's his name? All I can think of is Adam Scott, and that's not correct. The guy who plays Moriarty. Okay, yeah, I don't know what his name is, but he's Ooh, in like Fleabag season two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I really wanted to get the sunglasses that he wears when he comes off the helicopter in one of the mm-hmm. episodes of Sherlock, mm-hmm. they're like $500. I was wow. like, oi, oi, oi. Okay, <laughs> never mind there. Actually, funny story about him. When, uh, my wife and I took a trip to London and we were just hanging out, uh, walking along the, the river right next to where the globe is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I see a little French or English bulldog. I don't know what the difference is between them, honestly. But I see one, the, some dude's walking it. The guy's got a hat pulled down low. And we're like, oh, that's an awesome dog, whatever. And Katie kind of looks up and goes, wait, I think that's Moriarty, yeah. whatever his real name. I think yeah. that's him. What? And like, then we look just past him and on, posted on the wall of the globe is a big picture of him and he's starring as like Hamlet or something yeah, like that yeah. and he's just there walking his dog because yeah. <laughs> that's just where he's at yeah, yeah. real weird that's awesome oh yeah I love a, like incognito celebrity sighting yeah. yeah and you recognize him by a dog first yeah yeah, yeah that's cool that's what Boston Terrier or whatever yeah those are like Frenchies right I don't know he was Inspector too I'm a big Bond fan so I'm afraid with like Mads being Mm. I'll see like Le Chief the mm-hmm. entire time. Okay. Yeah. Just like I've seen Casino Royale millions of times. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm terrified I'll see that. I have seen Quantum of Solace mm-hmm. once in high school. That's my that's my bond. What? Bond. That's the worst. That's literally the worst one. That's, I mean, I mean, from Sean Connery, Pierce Brosnan, all the way up. I mean, that's it. That's all I've got. Is that, oh that's my word. Seen. Wow. Mm-hmm. Watch Casino Royale and okay. you'll be in love. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Okay. 
Is Daniel Craig actually giving up the mantle? Yeah, he's done. For mm-hmm. this last one? Okay, yeah. And it's now the new Bond's going to be like a black woman or something? Uh, they haven't said who it was. They haven't said. Well, I, what's his name? Uh, Idris Elba, why not? I I would love him. He's too old. Hello. But the... <laughs> oh, that's a, the cast of The Office. <laughs> but didn't the... Uh, didn't the... Someone who is incorporated with James Bond said, oh, it could never be a black guy. It's like, well, what... <laughs> Come on now. Oh my word. That's silly. The ru- the rumor is that it's going to be a 60s timepiece. Oh, Instead of going with into they're going to go back and yeah. do like a 60s timepiece James Bond. Yeah, go back to and, your cigarette smoking, shaking, not stirred ladies man. Yep. Less like it's, flipping jumping cars over trains. And super stuff. aggressive with women and appropriate mm-hmm. comments. Yeah. Bond that we all know and love. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> So there we go. So you guys haven't seen Atlanta. I haven't seen uh, James Bond movies. They're so classy. You need yeah. to watch them. What's the What's the thing? What else? What's one another one that like only you have watched that that we don't like? We're not into big. Um, I'm working my way through The Wire Friday again. 15th. Finally, okay. I've never seen. The I Wire. need to start that. Mm-hmm. It's very good. I was speaking sure. of Idris Elba. Okay, is that HBO? HBO. Okay, I only nice. recently got access to HBO. Shout out producer Jeremy. There you go. So season. Season one is incredible. Mm-hmm. Season two drops off. Season three and four are arguably two of the best scenes of any TV show ever. Really? Um, yeah. And then season five is not. It's it's fine. It's yeah. only the five seasons? Right. Okay. It's really, it is well worth your time. Mm-hmm. It can be hard to convince Rachel that we need to dive into a drama. Hour She's long. much more excited to do a comedy. Yeah. Like we're doing Modern Family right now, but yeah. we did do Breaking Bad. It took us quite a while. Yeah, it is. You cannot you cannot binge them like you can Correct. Modern Family or Community. Mm-hmm. Same same with The Wire. Yeah. Yep. You are watching one episode a yep. night. Yeah. Maybe two if you're feeling it. Yeah. And then go palate cleanser. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very good though. Yeah. Okay. I've done my trip like through HBO. I've watched like Succession, mm-hmm. then Ballers, and then uh, what was the other one I finished from there? The really popular one, like Veep. I haven't done. I should. Well, I feel like we're getting to the point where we can continue having this conversation and maybe it's not being recorded. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, feel free if you guys have, if you guys have thoughts on, I'm just, I'm being very optimistic. I'm sure there's people out there that are are never unsubscribed and I I appreciate that and we love you guys. Um, We've always really appreciated the fact that we have fans. Oh, let's put on the outro music. Love and outro music. How do we feel about the outro music? We didn't always have it. I'm fine with it. Okay, but we do like you liked it when it happened. You were like, okay, that's fine. I think so. Okay, we got the outro music going. Well done. Uh, we appreciate your guys' support. Anyone that's still listening is a real fan, and we uh, definitely love you guys. Hit us up. Um, I'm anxious the, to hear what Carla has to say. Voicemail. Yeah, love to hear what Carla thinks. Uh, love to hear what Chad got thinks. Be more like Chad. Call in. Text us. Um, I'm sure I still have access to the to that line. Uh, shoot us an email, mugglesperspective at gmail.com. Um, message me on Instagram. We have a Facebook page. Uh, shouts to anyone that has ever used the Facebook page because it's not me. I would love to have done that. And we talked about having a social media manager, but man, it's a lot. Um, shouts to Nate and JT for coming over to my house. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having us. And my dogs and um, having a fun, a fun conversation, guys. We'll get to decide what we're going to dinner tomorrow night before the movie. Mm-hmm. If you have recommendations for where we should have gone, by the time you're reading this, will be hearing this will be past tense. But tell me where I should have gone in Fort Wayne uh, to 
a dinner that isn't, you know, we, you don't want to go to like Culver's that I could go to here in Warsaw. They're building a second Culver's. Second Culver's. Here in Warsaw? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you need two? I don't know. That's what I was We thinking. don't need a Chipotle. We don't need a Chick-fil-A. We need a second Culver's. Yeah. You guys got Popeyes though. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we do have Popeyes. Yeah, we, we like that we got Popeyes. <laughs> So yeah, let us know what you guys think about Fantastic Beasts. Any closing thoughts from our distinguished guests today? Nope. No, I'm excited the conversation doesn't end here. Pumped for the movie tomorrow. Uh, maybe we can come back on and talk post-movie yeah. Yeah. analysis. We can uh, maybe start limiting ourselves to like, we really are going to talk about this. You know, <laughs> we'll talk about the NBA for half an hour, and that's mm-hmm. what this podcast will be about, as opposed to just feeling like we have to jam it all in. So, yeah. appreciate you guys humoring me. And I mean, no one that booted this up expected anything incredibly topical the entire time. And I assume at this point that, like, that's why you like listening to my podcast, is because you're okay with the tangents. And if you're not, then, like, I, I'm sorry that you're choosing to continue to download and listen to it. And I wish I could be the person you want me to be. Um, that's, I guess, Rogi signing off for uh, Momo's Perspective. 